When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Got fucking Doc Ock arms in front of our face. What do you mean? What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Happy New Year to you, Greg. Happy New Year to you. What's your New Year's resolution? Everybody, you two can go home. Me and Nick got it from here. Don't worry. I got a banger for you, but here I, it, it wasn't until right now Five that I really kind of put this together. My New Year's resolution is to show just the littlest bit of ankle. Just oh, a little oh. Bit of ankle to everyone at what point does it just become the shin, though? I mean, <laughs> that's for the nice people out there on patreon.com slash kind of funny to uh to decipher. We can go to wiki ankle. Did you ever respond? <laughs> Andy Cortez, did you ever respond to my mom's tweet? Because I was so proud of that, and I don't think I ever saw a response from you. I think I got I I was with family. <laughs> so no. All right, fair enough. Um, and I also just didn't really understand it. I I because you were like, do you need help catching some mons, as in Pokemons? And also, it was a late mm-hmm. tweet on your end. Yeah, well, I'm meaning it was even later for night. me in Central. Time. Sure. Well, I mean, you can read; they come in a thread, like you can see what I was responding. Yeah, but I think I saw it, and I was like, I'm gonna let this one live. <laughs> I'm just gonna all, let this. All of party in the check got it. Mon pubis. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I saw here. that, and I was just like, I don't, Excuse I don't me? really know what this is referring to. Which part don't you? Uh, mon pubis, pubis is what I was. Yeah, yeah, you know what a mon's pubis is, right? Mon, no, I have no idea what a mon's pubis is. Well, Google it one time. You know right. what I mean? See what's up. Mon's with you, you pubis? Know what I mean? <laughs> is that what it's called? Mon's pubis. M-O-N-S. No, no, no. M-O-N-S. Pubis is a horrifying collection of letters. It's it's Yeah, for sure. You know, it's a medical terminology for not... It's like... Not the vagina, but above that. Oh, you know what I mean? Above that, but below the pelvic belly mound. Gun. Yeah, the pelvic mound. There you go. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, yeah. the mons pubis. And so yeah. when Andy, when I was like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm, playing, I'm playing the Pokemon. I'm, the I'm having is? a lot of great times with the Pokemon. A- Andy was like, I can help you catch some mons. And I'm like, there's only one mons I care about, mons pubis. And that's a great tweet. <laughs> there it is. See? Need any cool mons? Just one. Me oh, the mons pews became the new thigh gap. This is the Sydney Morning Herald. They're yeah. doing the real journalism over yeah. there. Oh, the articles from our birthday are updated on February 16, 2015. I think what threw me off about it is I sent that t- tweet at 11.15 p.m., which was maybe, yeah. I, I if you scroll down, Barrett, um, I'm not sure when <laughs> yeah. Greg sent it, but it did seem like a while after. Here, hold on. You click That's on the, what there I sent it at 12.38 a.m. Okay, so it was about an hour. That was a late tweet. I'm sorry. Do I have to turn my alerts on for you to have a conversation with you? The man who claims to be my best friend? (laughs) I guess it was just like really, really late for me at that time. That's true. That's what, 2 a.m., 2.30 for you? And I happened to see the first image I see is the word thigh gap. And I thought, (laughs) this isn't really worth responding to. (laughs) Like, all I asked was, oh, do you want some Pokemon? But it's one of those things like... I see people all the time on the internet fall all over these morons for their clever word game. That's a dynamite word game right there. I don't know if it is. Wait, I, I don't know what it is. 
Mons pubis. How can you make it any I more clear, Andy? I just you all about the Mons pubis. You know what I mean? What's the, uh, what's the second evolution of the Mons? <laughs> I mean, I just want to point out that I just had a 40-year-old man show me his phone. There was a, a medical diagram of a body. Right. Point to the little X that represents the anus and giggle. Useless. Send it around. No context. Just slack it to everybody. Good Lord. I said I said your name and I said the whole thing. So I can do that. You want the rest of it? You want like no, the whole Hispanic okay. okay. Texas? I, I would like uh, to add on to it actually. Is it root and tootin' three point shooting? Ooh, Ooh, race winning. He's trying to take right. back the root and tootin' thing. Hispanic like, oh, <laughs> cartoon Texas. I'm making a Tino he clicking heads and ripping them to shreds. The globe trotting, head shotting, root and tootin', three point shooting. <laughs> oh, I do like it. Yeah. Nitro rifle <laughs> from Twitch.tv. Andy Cortez. That's a resume and a cover letter. Because root and tootin' was a call. There was no response to it. You know, yeah. low trodden, head shotting, right? So it was always like a, there was a little answer. Yeah, that does work. That's yeah. really good. That, Thanks, good. Good. I'm at that point with the Slack where I was like, do I start a new Slack thread oh. to find Andy's name, or do I just send it to whatever one Andy's already on, which happens to be him and Snowbike Mike? I mean, you know, well, the answer. You know, one. okay, here we go. And rounding out the quartet, ladies and gentlemen, he's Forbes thirty under thirty, aka the second best baby blues in San Francisco, aka the verified one at Tim Gettys. I get emails from Forbes that I'm sure Blessing gets now too. That these motherfuckers—they're just trying to scam the hell out of you. Like, oh, you're a thirty under thirty lister. You get to buy this exclusive merch. Oh, it's the most expensive dude. shit ever. And I'm like, first off, who the fuck would walk around wearing like this Forbes shit? I mean, I would, but. Uh, not for fucking like, like, hundred dollars. Like, what does it say? Like, it's. I mean, it's just horribly designed. Like, it's like the most generic. You looks like you're buying it at Fisherman's Wharf, like tourist shit. Yeah. Um, but it'll just be like Forbes Lister or something. Like, it, it, it's as, as bad as you can. That imagine. sounds make like our, something Mike would wear. We could yeah. make our own. We could. We could. sell it to Forbes. Forbes thirty under thirty people. Yeah, well, make it look cool. Be like, hey, do you want that merch or do you want the cool? Looking for and they'd we, say, can we, "Why don't we just make our own?" Yeah. <laughs> they won't do it. They won't do it. What if we also did it for a future class for game awards? But we don't put game awards anywhere on it. It's just future class. You know? What oh, I, mean? I like that. Yeah, Ely doesn't want to like a, sell shirts to people he's like, giving like, accolades to. We like will. a PlayStation controller next to it or something. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, like, maybe, it's, it. maybe it's gaming related. I don't maybe. know. Yeah, just yeah, just yeah, sitting yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Whatever. It's just how it is. It's what it is. Yeah. Let's address the elephant in the room. Probably that last week of work before we went on the two-week mm -hmm. hiatus, mm -hmm. I ran out of hairspray, and I still haven't bought any more, and I hate it. I have hairspray. Where? It, in my desk. Okay. I thought you were just going for like a more that, subdued flat look. Yeah. No, I don't want to look flat. Andy, you complimented me so much on how good I looked when I started Ball. doing the hair. You want to get you? No, I will say Yeah, zhuzh me up. Over, like, over the break, there were pictures of you where you were sort of like waking up. It was like Christmas stuff. Sure. And you get that, you get that like Kramer-level dad hair. Yeah. And it's so cool looking. Thank you. Like it flips like this, and it's like it reminds me a lot of it. Stick with me because this is a stretch for you. Uh, Egon's hair in that Ghostbusters cartoon sure, that people sure. no one really watched. Yeah, yeah. it looks like that. You know, very successful. Quarter, you know, Mar like Maurice that. Lamartian. Very cool. Maurice Lamartian. Lamar 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 the Mon. I have a little hair update for you guys that I don't think I've, I've told you about. I hinted at it on a podcast a yeah, while back. It but no, well, I, I need a haircut. But um, yeah. about six months ago, maybe a little longer than that at this point, I uh, went to the homie Yusuf's house and met a whole bunch of cool people, uh, including this guy named Steven, who was a game writer. Steven. Nice guy. Cool, cool dude. What's Steven's last name? Uh, Rhodes? No, okay, not Steven. Austin. Steven Rhodes, I think. Anyways, super cool guy. And I looked at his hair and I'm like, you got some dope ass hair. Like, I don't know what you're doing, but he had that Pidgeotto look that I've always been trying to get. And I was like, what's going on? Like, how do you do this? Because I've used the same hair product for years. And he's like, I learned the secret from Zach Ryan. 
And I'm like, Zach oh, Ryan Zach has fucking amazing point. hair. He's like, he doesn't use hair gel or pomade or whatever. Straight up lotion. You just put lotion in your hair. No, I don't like that. Don't so like he just, I've been doing it for so six months. So lotion to thicken. It's great. Is it? You've been doing it for this six months. Well, this they, is just lotion in your lotion. hair. Lotion. Do you? Hold on. It's Andy's perfect. judging me. Andy's and you've me. never used a pomade before, right? Like some I use pomade. It up. Okay. I used to use pomade for a long time. So now you're just doing it lotion. Switch the lotion, and it makes it so much better. It's like nicer to just deal with. Like even like rubbing my fingers through it, it feels nice. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Pretty damn happy with it, y'all. Oh, Pro I tip. going to do me next. And then if you like go on a trip or something and you forget your hair product. You're not alone. Here's my thing with the lotion, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's putting me in dangerous territory. No, because what when the lotion just hardened my hair and then fall out and it looks like I have dangerous? And people go, "You're jerking off when you're." Doing I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They, I don't. They won't see the dandruff and think it was jerking off lotion. They'll just think I have dandruff, Andy. I don't think the dandruff. I wear a lot of black. That hasn't been a problem. Pomeranians are a problem. Yeah, yeah palms yeah, are definitely. Yeah, a you de- your back is all fucked up. Oh yeah, it's a whole it looks thing, like man. it looks like you flattened out the dog, and it's just been riding your back. For yeah, a while. it's so weird. Moose, he's the big fluffy guy. He doesn't get you. Nothing, it's, huh? There's nothing. Toretto, little tiny dude, yeah. motherfucker. I swear to God, leaves his own body size and hair around the house mm-hmm. every day, and mm-hmm. then it ends up on me. I'm so jealous. The other thing is, I don't know what they did over break to the cameras, what Kevin and Barrett did. I know they do a lot of stuff. They do great work in here. But they added some kind of filter that makes my head shinier. Because I, I, I nah. had a burrito today, and I shouldn't be this shiny, though. That's oily. You had a burrito? That's oil. Yeah, I had a burrito. Let me see. My, can you cut to me? That's cool. But I like, it. I didn't know that affected your shine. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I fucking knew you were going to do that. God. Nah, sometimes you're just like that, Greggy. Am I? And it's weird too because like you and Tim are the whitest people. Yeah. On cameras. Get you some of those little strips. And but I've never. It's never been an issue until right now. You're different types of white. Yeah. So it's like weird to try to balance you two like when you're both on like a games daily. You know. Yeah. We also have the cameras balanced a little bit to take some of the redness out because we had some redness issues with the old cameras. We're not going to point fingers. We're not looking at people. No, no. Okay. Me and Tim are looking at each other. Do we have a low rumble in the sky? <laughs> and I'm often waiting for the alien invasion yeah. and or the avalanche or the you know whatever is going to kill us one day. Just rapture. Yeah. And so it's always that moment of like I would love for it to happen on a live stream. Well, dude, that that <laughs> sound disappears. Growing up my whole life <laughs> in San Francisco, like yeah, I've had my earthquake. fair share of earthquakes. That sound is the like eighty nine the pre for the precursor. You hear that? It's like almost like the domino Pre-cum. effect of the earthquakes yeah. coming to sure, you. Sure, sure. But I guess we're not coming here, so it's okay. But Jen signed up for this app or whatever that my I don't know, University of Berkeley. Somebody's doing or whatever with mm-hmm. the precognition, like, yo, there's about to be an earthquake shit or whatever. Okay. And she signed up after the one of the bigger ones months ago. We forgot all about it. And we were in bed over break. Yeah. It, like Ooh. two in the morning. And it, and it but like we've never heard the alarm go off. We've never actually heard and it just was like <laughs> Earthquake imminent. Take cover. Get. We're like, what the fuck? And then it it stops, and there's no earthquake. And so we were just like, this is this is more terrifying than being woken up by the earthquake because it was. No. Then it was like 30 seconds of like, is it coming? Is it happening? Do we what? And then it was a minute of I guess it's over. Any and then second now. Jen finally looked at her phone. She's like, oh, it was way north. It was up in Humboldt County. Like it wasn't us, but it was like oh, you know. What yeah, I mean? that, that, that was a big one. It she was a big one. It my, was a big one. My grandma called me. And she was like, are you okay? And I was like, where was the Those ones always crack me up. My mom Dude, does that no, too. Man. Like, oh, my like, gosh. Did you feel the earthquake? I'm like, no, where was the Are you talking long? like a couple days into our break? Yeah, somewhere over the last Oh, man. Weeks. No, I felt that motherfucker. That no. one was, the Humboldt one was way too far away for us. There, there was one like you near Berkeley-ish, Oakland-ish that happened like at maybe four or five in the morning. Yeah. And was like one of the stronger ones that it woke I me up living here. Yeah. yeah. It was like a, my room ones. was a rocking, dude. And the neighbors were not downstairs banging. 
Your yeah. room wasn't knocking, knocking and we didn't come knocking you. No. Ignacio Rojas has the dumbest hill to die on. You don't have real earthquakes over there. Our earthquakes would eat your earthquakes. Take the hint from God, Ignacio, all right? He's trying to shake you out of being a shitty yeah. person, but here you are just spewing <laughs> more fucking shit. Yeah. And I got to put up with it, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I, that's it. I, I'm not going to feel sad next time you get knocked down by earthquake. Right? You're out there riding your little skateboard, Ignacio Rojas, and it shakes and you fall over. It's not on me. You fall yeah. into the big Classic guy. Ignacio, yeah, just him out there on the skateboard. Oh, I'm sick of this kid, Ollie, and, and double Ollie. And oh, yeah, good old double Ollie. Good old triple Ollie. He's got that heel kicks and shit. Fuck him. Our tragedies are worse than your tragedies <laughs> um what's up y'all i wanted to well talk this is about the kind of funny podcast each and every week four sometimes five best friends gather on this table so we have to work on this one <laughs> yeah. we have to work on that one each coming to hang out with each other about whatever it is they want to hang out about if you want to hang out with us why not go to patreon.com slash kind of funny over on patreon.com slash kind of funny you could tell us our tragedies aren't as bad as yours like ignacio rojas who's watching live on patreon.com slash kind of funny of course over there you get even each and every episode of the podcast ad free you can get 38 bonus episodes of content only on Patreon, including Daily Gregways. That's right, they're daily again. And a whole bunch of other stuff. And have a great time and support the show and get the physical items and get the posters and get the things and do all the stuff that only Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny could do. However, if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny and podcast services around the globe each and every week for a brand spanking new episode of your four best friends hanging out housekeeping for you we are celebrating eight years eight of kind of funny this week of course we kind of went big with the spare bedroom just a couple months ago so we're keeping it a little bit more low-key and on friday we're doing an all-day stream right that's the deal we're hanging out twitch.tv slash kind of funny games youtube.com slash kind of funny games come hang out with us and have a great time games maybe the wheel spins will be back maybe they won't we'll see I'll get shocked by getting kissed. Well, <laughs> if that wasn't enough for you, it's time for Kind of Funny to declare its Game of the Year 2022. And this year we're doing it in a very cool, different way. Monday the 9th. Monday, January 9th at 10 a.m. Pacific on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and podcast. No, that's not right. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We will be live with me, Tim, Andy, Mike, Paris, Blessing, Janet. Barrett. Barrett. Well, Barrett's running it. Barrett's right? running it. Yeah. Barrett's running it. For, I'll, still, I'll still chime in. Kevin's also helping to run. Yeah. It's a big day. It's a huge day for a giant live episode of the Gamescast as we go through and do our usual top 10 games of the year leading up to Kind of Funny's Game of the Year. Same as always, we all put in our weighted top 10 lists. We don't know who won. We don't know what's happening. We'll find out what happens from there and have a great but time. But just to be clear here, Janet and Paris will be here. Yeah, they, oh, they're here. They're here. We're dragging them on up the wall. Here. They're going to be no. in the room at the desk. Whole bunch of cool stuff early next week uh when it comes to PS I love you, Xcast, uh, Games Daily. You're going to be seeing a lot of Janet in Paris. We're, ex- we're making the wall larger. No, it's Getting pretty long. It's as big as it goes. Yeah, no, it's as big as it goes. Uh, at this point, I'm hoping the roof does not cave in. That's, <laughs> that'll be good. If we get through that week without the roof caving in or the ants eating us, I think it's going to be okay. <laughs> or, or, I, oh, I, I propose last minute change. Little double double decker seating. Mm-hmm. We have one desk. Oh, nice. Put another desk on top. Oh. We almost like Hollywood Squares. Yeah. Are you a top bunk or bottom? I've always wanted to do top that. Bunk. Oh, yeah. Hollywood top Squares. Bunk. Oh, yeah. Be up there. You know what I mean? Where I fell off the top up. bunk one time. Really hard. Like, I, I'm talking like elementary school kid. Um, it's it's the bunk beds. My brother would sleep on the bottom. Um, and, if, and then your brother white boogers on them, and then you stepped in them coming down. There's always a big fear of mine with bunk beds. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!
<laughs> he's a father. Yeah, like, he's like, a child. There was no context in that, that could make sense. To I think it was, if I remember correctly, I think when I went to college, <laughs> like the bunk bed we had, like, it was like, oh, somebody, somebody, not my room. But I mean, where are they putting the book? Like, I can imagine. Like, the, oh, the, 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 the rail, on the rail of like the thing. So, what you were going up. Jesus Christ. And then you'd be scared of slipping out like it's Vaseline. No, just because it's gross. I don't want to touch boogers. Oh, so it wouldn't the be point. causing the less... Oh, no, I'm not going to fall. There wouldn't be less friction. The floor is afraid of me, not, be, not, the, not the other okay. way around. Don't worry about that. All right. Um, no, yeah, one time I was on the top floor, uh, or top bunk, and then there was, like, maybe a foot-ish, maybe a two feet width uh, in between the bunk beds and, like, dresser drawers. And on top of the dresser drawers, I was putting, like, a toy up there. I was reaching sure. over because you know at night I have all my fucking toys and we're doing, we're toys doing wrestling. Yeah. We're doing like yeah, fucking yeah. who's battling for the championship belt or whatever. And I reached over to get something and I just fucking ate it. And I fell in between oh. the bunk beds and the dresser drawers. And I'm just like <laughs> like rumbling oh on the way down. <laughs> it was loud and it was violent, dude. That shit was awful. That That's the kind sucked. of shit that if you did now. It would take oh, years to yeah. recover. From. Oh yeah. yeah, not months. Like you would never be the same. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, my head was like bumbling, all like like fucking plinko, you know, going down. Yeah, it was God, really, really yeah. bad. Did y'all have roommates in college? Like, or did you yeah. get a forced like stranger roommate? Yeah. You no, I, well, I didn't have a forced stranger. My buddy signed us. I, I think I told this story a long time ago, but I stayed in the dorms my freshman year by yourself. Though? No, my buddy Ryan, who yeah. got he's the guy that got me the job at IGN. Okay, we've been friends since like junior high, and he was like, "Dude, do you want a dorm together?" I was like, "Absolutely." He goes, "Cool." And then this was, I mean, I wasn't as anal or attentive about stuff as I am now. Because sure. looking back, I'd be like, oh, my God, current Nick would freak the fuck Do out. Do you think that's this. why you are the way Things you are like now? this, I think, added to that. But he was like, hey, I signed us up for the dorms. Don't worry about it. I was like, cool. Oh, Not no. realizing there was a difference between dorms. Like, who would even think? You don't have context for that. And he goes, don't worry, dude. I got us. I signed us up for the academic dorms so we could have plenty of time to study and no one was going to party. Meanwhile, my other friend lived in the theater dorms. And I was like... It it was like the they difference were between and sucking. Like, IB, it's like working at IBM in the seventies and then going to fucking Woodstock. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> chaos over there. Everyone was like partying. They're like, "This is the best school ever." Meanwhile, you'd come back to my dorm and it was like crickets at night. It was the fucking worst. I that sounds. That. Oh, that sounds kind of awesome, actually. <laughs> well, that like looking back on it now, once you say that, I'm like, forty-three-year-old soon-to-be Nick would love that. Would fucking love that. And it's also bonkers to me that I could sleep in the same room as another human being for a whole year and have zero problems with that. Because now I'd be like, you're being, you're, I, I can't do it. That, that is crazy wild. to think about. Yeah, It's yeah, pretty yeah. wild. Yeah. Pretty wild. And then all throughout college, the rest of the time, I had roommates as well. I visited a, a next girlfriend at her dorm when she lived in the same dorm as, like, it, it was a shared room. Mm -hmm. situation like two beds in one yeah that's the that's yeah, what i that's yeah, what yeah, yeah. and then like the shared restrooms as well very awkward all of it very oh, yeah. very awkward yeah. like i didn't really understand the situation and suddenly i'm like oh i have i'm gonna sleep in the bed with you my girlfriend but Someone there's another there. lady right uh, there <laughs> like well yeah. it's very very awkward yeah the only bunk bed situation i've ever been in wait did you get it on though with the woman in the with the not the new woman but your girlfriend yeah. with the woman in the room <laughs> in the room yeah, yeah. yeah. also yeah, when's yeah, the last yeah, time yeah, you thought yeah. about the i was on my way i was on my way to asking the question if you ever jerk off in the uh, these these uh you know college dorms room with the other guy over there not like no. looking at you not no, like i'm never, not he's not a participant trying to secret like secretly do exactly because i remember jerking off on the top bunk with my my Good stranger Lord. roommate below me you know Good what I mean? Lord. he was asleep like how do i cover up the noise like just coughing the whole time <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh my god! Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> 
Welcome to Spark Welcome back, everybody. Year, everybody. <laughs> I hope the fidelity of these new podcast mics is spot on. Oh, oh my God. I need distractions throwing change on the ground. <laughs> Holy crap. Good Lord. No, man, you did not do that. You did not do that. You yeah. found either, either moments with their schedule where they were away or yeah. you just went into the bathroom and did it. Oh, Usually, sure, like, sure, bathroom sure. stalls. But it was... See, I wasn't in a co-ed. See, the bathroom stalls. My buddy, my other friend that lived in the other dorms, because Irvine has two. They had Middle Earth and... I forget what the... Uh, oh, these wait, they called them Middle Earth? The, the, That's cool. Literally, Irvine... Oh, you would have loved it, Andy. It was called Middle Earth, and he was in the Shire. That's so sick. It was like every every dorm building was named after something from That's Tolkien. So cool. Mine was like... It's called Mesa Mesa Court, I think, so it was all just Spanish Fucking names. boring, dude. Um, it, it was pretty boring. <laughs> but I had no idea. I, never, I hadn't read Lord of the Rings, so I was like, what a weird thing to call something. But they have co-ed bathrooms. Yeah. So it was like the dorms were all mixed up. And so you'd Alley, be like. Alley style bathrooms. Yeah, but it was weird. Because like oh, yeah. the first time you go take a dump, you're yeah. like. You, and you hear like a female voice walk in. You're like. And everything just kind of tightens up. You're like, well, now I'm here until. I, 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 here I just didn't run. care. I just kept going. Oh, I we didn't have. We did not have co-ed dorm. Well, I did not live in a co-ed dorm. Because uh, co. Well. Maybe the upper floors were. I was on an all boy, uh, an all men floor. We had wings. It was like all the wings were like all men, and then like the other wing was like was women. I think I think it was broken up by floors, but I'm, it doesn't matter for the story. I, we were an all boys yeah. floor or whatever, and we had the you know the big bathroom with a million bathroom stalls and a million showers or whatever. And I remember one dude's girlfriend and friend were staying a whole week or whatever, and we had partied with them and they were cool or whatever. But like. It, you know, I wasn't like close to this guy. Like you see him a passing, you know they're there. You were jerking off in front of him. No, <laughs> I respected this person. I wouldn't jerk off four feet above. <laughs> She's bombs away. <laughs> oh, my Superman comforter. Uh, anyways, hey, uh, Greg, you know the elevation rule. You got to be above me to do it. <laughs> anyways, uh, I was taking a dump one time in the ba- bathroom all by myself, like just ha- you know having a little bit of peace and quiet. And sure as shit, her and a friend walked in there, and she shows like the stall next to me. And I was like, I'm, I was here first. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there was something. Yeah, there, she's like, oh, my God, it smells terrible in here. I'm like, well, I'm taking a shit. And the other friend just left the bathroom. Yeah. You know, she was like, ah, yeah. this is an awkward situation. But I didn't care. Yeah, I had blue hair. I'll do what I want. Good for you. Good it, for it's, you it's wild how much more or how much less comfortable I'd be with situations like that now as I was back then. But even back then, I felt nervous as hell when I wanted to go to the restroom. Like, I don't want to see somebody that I don't know and just be like, hey, what's up, man? Like. I'm, even if I'm just brushing my teeth, that just sure. feels like an awkward interaction I want no part of. I used to feel that way about IGN because it would be like, I mean, there's so many people on that floor. Remember, IGN only had like yeah. three stalls. Yeah, yeah. And so you'd go in there and you just, I'd be like, dude, people know. I mean, they know what shoes I'm wearing. I, I, is this going to be an issue? I'd just look down and be like, there's too many people in here. I'm not going to do it. Just hold it. Hold it. Well, or, or we used to, remember when we had multiple floors? There'd be you go down to the, this floor two or whatever. There was that. You'd go up to like the executive floor and you'd be like, oh, they have the nice toilet paper up there. Well, I just remember you get away from the, cr- the crowds. But yeah. Brisbane used to have those standalone, like, oh, yeah, with the shower. ADA bathrooms. With yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And there would be always the weird time where you're like, who took a shower? Charles on yet. Remember, he would bike, he <laughs> would bike right. to work and That's then he right. would shower. Yeah. You would shower, shower like, at work. Yeah. It's the height of luxury. <laughs> yeah, that you'd get to work a little sweaty. You're like I'm gonna, take, I'm gonna take a little shower real quick. A you tell off. me. I, I, I mean, I know there was a brief moment where we considered it here. I forget why we backed out of it because maybe it's just want to get used that much. But no, I the this, the city was like, you can't do that. Oh really? Yeah, we were gonna put a shower in the smaller bathroom, and they were like, well, first we talked about doing it in the bigger bathroom. They're like, no, that has to be ADA compliant. So you can't do anything that's not like that. You need a lot more space. But then the smaller one, we're like, oh, what if we do this? And the city was like, nah, you, you're, we put the kibosh on that. Because at first, I think they had a shower knob in there, but it was just, like, there. 
Connected to nothing. No, no, it was connected, but it was I could it was either this bathroom or another one, but it was either I'm pretty sure there was just a shower and then there was a drain and then a toilet and a sink. And it was like, well, if you turn that on, isn't it just gonna splash everywhere? But I guess people that nobody cares. Yeah, it's that you know, I'm in a I'm in a weird spot right now with balance in my work life and my home life where the shower is a constantly moving piece of the puzzle. Yeah. I am a morning shower. Love my it. mornings don't have as much time. You can ask Barrett, who gets the text from me every so often of like, I'm going to be 20 minutes late, 30 minutes late. I'll just be there when I'm there, take an Uber. Like, the shower moves around with the baby schedule, now with the puppy schedule, with the wife schedule. And so I should be showering at night, but I hate showering at night. Because at night, I cross the finish line. It's finally me time, all right? I go look for a bunk bed to Get up on the top of my bunk bed. <laughs> and just start spraying and praying. What's up, Tim? How's the lotion in your hair? I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I got more. I got too much special lotion. Tim, here's the jerk. <laughs> oh, God. God damn. Uh, but you know, so, I, I don't want to waste then at the end of it 30 minutes to go shower or whatever. And that includes, like, you know, brush your teeth, put hairs in. I hate it. Sh- haircuts, showers. What Eat a fucking cuts. waste of time. He loves them. Cutting your I nails. Think that's weird. Come on. Haircuts or showers? Haircut. Cutting your nails, how is that even... It's a waste of my time. I don't want to do it. Jesus, if you're listening... Jesus, if you're listening, go have a question and an answer session with your father or what he was thinking about this stuff. You know what I mean? You know what's really Cut my nails. And also poop. Why can't I just poop a cube? (laughs) (laughs) Why can't I just poop a cube? My body compresses it perfectly and I'm done. I gotta go in there. Is this gonna be a log? Is it gonna be a shotgun? Nobody knows. I couldn't disagree with you more. I love... Just the, the the lottery system that is pooping, right? You don't know what it's going to be. It's it's exciting every time. Clipping nails is a very, very different ballpark than getting a haircut. and Or, or even a shower. Or like, taking a shower, yeah. Clipping nails, you don't waste nearly as much time, but it's still like, oh, I got to do this. Now, I will say, and the other thing too is, Where's everybody clipping their fucking nails? Feel. Just what are you like, doing? Bathroom. This is easy, but, but having a lot is all I'll I clip my nails. In the and sink? I clip them, no, not into the sink. Either, either, well, sometimes into the sink or onto the, just the. the little countertop. The countertop. And then I get them all together, and then I wipe them up with a little thing. I hate it when they, flush. you know, you're cutting, bing, when it yeah, shoots yeah, off. And I'm like, well, now I'm going to yeah. see I got to go after one. I got to go find it. No, I can only I do it on a bunk it. bed. Let them fall with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's a weird thing with uh, cutting nails in our household is uh, for, I, I forget which uh, culture uh, from Alyssa where it's, like, disrespectful for, um, I don't know, like, elders or something to cut your nails at night. So whenever I try to cut my nails at night, Alyssa always gives me grief because I, I forget if it's part the of volume. her Hawaiian culture oh. or something like that where it's, like, disrespectful for elderly people or something like that, or I don't know. But that's, Are uh, you elderly in this? No, but it's, like, it's disrespectful. She was like, raised. Just our, not, yeah, know. like, our Oh, God, won't do it. She won't do it at night. Mm-hmm. I, but I, I get that. I kind of just, I kinda just do them wherever. Let the chips fall where they may. Jesus Christ. That's I, why I find them everywhere. Every time, I'm, <laughs> every time I'm getting ready to do it, I'm like, you know what I should do? Just go outside. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure there's some fucking beetle that wants these. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. That would help me out. Then you're I got. Right. I don't yeah. got to worry about them shooting any direction. Whatever. Shoot. Have no, because the the only ones that aren't shooting in directions are when I'm doing my my toenails. Those are the ones that like I have to be very strategic with because I had ingrown toenails when I was mm-hmm. in high school. Mm-hmm. Like I got to be very very careful with where I'm going, and now I've got a system. I've had a system for the last fifteen years or so, uh, to where I'm like, all right, I got to cut in here and then dig out or whatever. Um, but those aren't shooting anywhere. The ones that are shooting places are like probably my fingernail ones that I. You got good cuticles. 
Thank you. We've just said the word shooting a lot <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> just, no. I fucking hate it. Shooting, 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 and Nick just gives me this little <laughs> fucking glance. <laughs> like, because I saw, interesting you bring that up. I saw a TikTok about cuticle. Yeah. Where, I have terrible ones, and I never would have thought about my where, wife calls me out on them all the time. When you, what, because what, here's the thing. I always thought a cuticle was a fucking hangnail. Oh. And then I like saw what a cuticle actually is. I was like, oh, that's a cuticle where somebody had gotten a really, really bad um, bacterial infection, infection or fungal infection. Yeah, an infection where, what's it called? Where you're like, you're taking away the cuticle by kind of like shaving it off or kind of pushing yeah, it in. They but push they, it in. But they like go un, super underneath mm-hmm. the skin and then they were, they went way too far with it. Yeah. And they ended up like cutting a part of it that ended up just their balloon, their finger looked ballooned up. Ooh. It was really, really gross. I don't but, like that. But the Im- but uh, oh my gosh, let me tell you, the imagery was similar to how I get grossed out when somebody's like fucking with their eyeballs or like doing like a contact lens. Like Tim, when I tell you that there was like, it seemed like several millimeters of space in between the skin Jesus and God. the nail Ugh. that people are doing an, a procedure with, though. Like they're like doing a, a manicure thing. You don't need that. And it looks so gross. No. It looks so gross. Like but thank you for the compliment. No that is the yeah. one thing that I cannot get into. Like, I, I've had my nails done. I've gone to the pedicurist. The medic- I just don't like it. Yeah. I don't like the feeling of the clipping. They always, I always think they're going to clip it too yeah. close to my, yeah. my the cuticle or the, you know, the actual, like, skin itself. Yeah. And I'm going to have that feeling where it's, like, kind of, uh, I don't like it. It's it. one of those, like, you don't know my body like I do. I, like, this may be normal to other clients. Like, this is, I don't want you to fuck with mm. that part of this nail, like, I do have a special a little special relationship thing with that, that part of your nail. A special yeah. strategy that I, I that I take with do you all the nails. Do you use? Do you ever use a little tool that you yeah. pull out a little hook on it? I use get in there. I use the hook end. thing a lot for my toenails sometimes. Yeah, I do that all the time. I just go under the little skin, bloop, just kind of like pop it out, and then you go, yeah, you got to get those. Because if you remember, I had a real bad that that's how the ingrown toenail problem started when we were running our weekly three-mile run during baseball practice and i ran it all on an ingrown toenail and i got Ooh, back and my oh, white God. sock was suddenly yellow and oh, purple yeah. i hate this episode everybody <laughs> so much welcome back everybody <laughs> thank you for not hating in our patreon producers jake holbs nathan lamoth monica boomalang boomalang what is it <laughs> boomalog boomalog Monica, you got a great last name. Uh, DJ Kento on Twitch, Trent Berry, James Hastings, Colin Huguenel, and Casey Andrew. Today we're brought to you by Honey Bowl. We'll talk about that later. There was a noticeable name missing there that I wanted to make a cover song of. Just do it now, maybe. Here's the thing. Andy's going to make a cover song of it right now. This name. And that means no matter what, you got to be a Patreon producer next month. And if you're not... Ignacio Rojas has cursed you with an earthquake. Wow. Um, First the Chilean. I also wanted to talk about, do you want, you want me to talk about the cover song first? Yeah. It well, was yeah nine, why it was, would you also it was talk nine about inch, Nine Inch Nails Hurt, but it was going to be Bert and Bert and mm, Sure. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to Bert you like an animal? <laughs> no, it's not that. You can't just insert <laughs> any song. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? It, it, I mean, it, so I was thinking about it last night, um, and it was, um, you know, I Bert. will let you down, I will make you hurt, but it was like, your last name is Meg. Your first name is Bird. <laughs> and that was it. That was kind of like the only song. Great. And there would be other lyrics that are accompanying it. But DJ like, I had the core idea. I burnt my Meg today. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you guys are giving Something like that. credit to I want to burnt you like an animal. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. I want to burnt you like an animal. 
You know Lucy James. I here's what I he if loves you, if you know, <laughs> <laughs> where's it gonna go? Where's it gonna go? I've met a few people who are into Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. Lucy James, one of them, right? But I've never met someone who just likes Nine Inch Nails. You either fucking love Nine Inch Nails, or you're like they're fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, whatever. Their music that's on the radio. Like Lucy oh, James would. You know. You know that you've seen the. You know. Uh, Every time they, Elon Musk does something fucking stupid, which is always, and people rightfully call him out on it, right? They put up the weird, the Homer taking a bullet for a poo thing, or no, a poo taking a bullet for Homer, yeah. whatever. And they're like, you know, weird nerds taking a thing. This is, if I, if, I'm surprised Lucy hasn't burst through a wall yet to hear that I'm talking shit about mm. Nine Inch Nails. You know what I mean? Because she's one of these people. <laughs> Trent Reznor at any point is going to be like, everybody put on matching sneakers, we're going to meet the comet, and they'll all be like, let's go. You yeah, know what I mean? they we're, were hardcore. <laughs> I'm surprised that, like, I, I just haven't thought about Nine Inch Nails in a long time. But like Ground Seven, remember when that movie came out? Yeah, it was like the height of Nine Inch Nails awesomeness. Was it? I think so. One, yeah. one of the few bands from Cleveland. Really? No. Yeah. Remember the like mashup era where like every pop song had to like be mashed up with a different song? Yeah. I swear to God, Nine Inch Nails just because it had that that one song. I don't know what the name of it is, but the. That's I want to fuck you like. Yeah, that shit. Any rap verse fits over that. So it's just like you want to hear Fifty Cent? Here it is. You want to hear Eminem? Here it is. Yeah, it's just every time I. Do a rewatch of Rick and Morty. There's like a scene where they Dude. play all of Hurt, which is, uh, which I always thought was Johnny Cash. They're them covering Johnny Cash, and it ended up being Johnny Cash covering Nine Inch yeah. Nails. Yeah. Wait, he just did you. it better. Yeah, are you for reals? Yeah, that was like that Eddie Guerrero tribute song. Yeah, was a cover. Yeah, but it's Johnny Cash. But Johnny Cash. I'm Johnny, Johnny Cash. Cash. If Johnny Cash Crush. covers your song, it's it's Johnny. Oh yeah, I know he crushed it. Well, which is why I always thought that like that song at its core. Like tone and like everything about the lyrics just reads like a depressing fucking country song, like a yeah. a country folk mm-hmm. song that and that maybe Trent Reznor might want to cover later on and have industrial. No, it was always like the opposite. Blew me away. I blew your mind. Uh, blew my I, mind. Well, I like Melissa Hagler. I appreciate that even though we've moved on, Nails is still the top. I was thinking that too. Uh, I, I do cool. like it. Nine Inch Nails. Um, those are long. I will say, I uh, over the break Different watched almost all of Rick and Morty. I had not watched it, wow. and I was like, you know what, Justin Whirland, we've hung out with him twice now. I think I should probably be somewhat familiar with his work. Sure. So I was like, I'll just start watching a couple, and I'd watch the pilot, and it didn't really vibe with me. But the second episode literally caught me. It's the one with the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, this is yeah. a phenomenal show. Where that are should... my balls, Pepper? <laughs> <laughs> where are my balls? That show gets deep. Yeah. It reminds yeah. me a lot of BoJack, where if yeah, you ever yeah. watched BoJack, you're like, this is interesting and kind of a fun commentary, but then it goes down a rabbit hole, and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Very, very meta. Very, very cool show. Very cool. Dude, I, I'm like uh, probably on like my third rewatch. Um, I'm around like season three, because I, I just finished a recent rewatch. And instead of going back to like my usual office. office or Parks and Rec or whatever the fuck, um, because I have YouTube TV and it does all of your your library of shows for mm-hmm. you, I just threw Rick and Morty on again and like, goddamn, it's what's just, more on the sun? It's so fucking funny and like creative. It's so creative, um, very very deep, deeper than I would have given it credit for, especially for the first few episodes. Uh, and I got to the end of because I was watching it on uh, Joey's mom's Hulu. Oh, and, sure. Yeah, and I is got there to the end anything of, like? More infantilizing than having to text Joey and be like, "What's the password for the Hulu?" <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. It's it. Yeah, I, like, I, I picture you texting her mom, be like, "Hey, Miss T, uh, what's the?" <laughs> Do you think T- that Joey would actually give me her mother's phone number? <laughs> yeah, like, of course. Incredible, of course. But uh, I got to the end of season five because that's all they have on Hulu, and I was like, "Shit, this is it! I can't believe there's no more." And then I Googled it, and obviously, this is season six. I was like, "Well, shit, 
I don't know how to watch that. That's a whole other app that I got to figure out. And then I was like, wait a minute. I'm still old. I have cable. I could just go and find it. And so it's on Adult Swim, uh, which is great. So now I'm watching season six. I'm super excited about it. Dude, the, oh, yeah. yeah, there's a there's a recent episode that is dealing with all meta terms of storytelling and like filmmaking and everything. Yeah. And like there's a superhero for every like um, <laughs> there's a uh, there's a superhero called like the twist or there's a superhero oh, like the, um, the trope or whatever yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm the mcguffin is it's gotta be a mcguffin right yeah th- there's th- there's something along those lines for sure but all of them have to deal with uh like is there a catalyst there's like a foreshadowing type uh, person okay. but all the names are really really fucking funny and clever and every time they kind of introduce one and introduce what their power is and how they're affecting everything it's fucking brilliant dude it's so smart and funny um i was watching it with my my dad recently and he was like, what is this show? Like, this is, like, actually really, really funny. Well, I want to hear about everybody's break. But before then, let me remind you that you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny to get each and every episode of the Kind of Funny podcast ad-free. Of course, you get a bevy of bonus content, including 38 exclusive Patreon episodes over there of all sorts of different content, including Gregway, uh, Kind of Feudy, you name it. Remember, of course, all the Patreons are under one roof now. So you go there, you get the stuff for the PSI Love You and the Remember Blanks, the X-Cast. It's all up there on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. But... You're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny. So here's a word from our sponsor. Shout out to Honey for sponsoring this episode. Honey's the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. And we all know there's nothing better than the feeling of saving money. Honey's the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite websites. When you check out, the Honey button appears, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site, and if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. We here at Kind of Funny have been using Honey for years, and it has literally saved us thousands of dollars on tech, costumes, food, you name it. Honestly, I just love how easy it is to just set and forget and save. Honey doesn't just work on desktops, it works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. Get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kindoffunny. That's joinhoney.com slash kindoffunny. And Tim walked away. There's a couple of them from Olive Party Protagonic. Uh, there's Miss Lead. But I'm trying to think of... It's uh, her, I, Connie was, I think, her first name. Chad, I need your help. Um, it's so fucking stupid and it made me laugh out loud of how dumb all these like character kind of uh names are and everything like that i'll have <laughs> connie tenuity error <laughs> and she's like oh did you not notice that thing there it looks like there's maybe a connie tenuity error <laughs> she like it's so, so fucking hysterical fucking dude. there's a, so that whole episode is just filled with all sorts of dumb shit like that but dude it like what did you think of the snakes episode? Hilarious. Like I dude, this, Hilarious. the snake like and even an episode like Pickle Rick which Pickle became Rick such a hilarious. massive meme because of how uh annoyed a lot of non-Rick and Morty watchers got by the audience because Pickle Rick kind of became their hot topic moment where they got so popular and that's Pickle also R- the Szechuan sauce incident. Is that the Szechuan sauce episode? Yeah. Cuz I'll be it's honest a with you. It's an episode same season. same season. I had heard about that 
And then Justin talked about it again, obviously. It's like it was a big moment that was kind of bad. Uh, so I'm thinking like, oh, shit, this is going to be the whole episode is going to be about this. It's like five it's, minutes of the episode. He references it. one, And then all they throw the joke it's about it. Take? And that was it. Yeah. And, and, and it's moments like that that kind of like the audience co-ops and makes really, really annoying and aggravating. So, so that turns a lot of the general public against Rick and Morty. And they go, oh, that show's fucking annoying. Look at how annoying the fan base is. But... Like the episode Pickle Rick, I rewatched again last time. I'm like, dude, this episode is Pickle so Rick's fucking awesome. funny, dude. Pickle Rick's really funny. I I like. I I actually really vibe with a lot of the really meta ones, like the clones episode where like are we a clone? We don't know what the fuck's going on with that. Mr. Macy's. I just finished the Die Hard episode, where they're doing a Die Hard. How they getting it? So I was like, this is actually pretty fucking genius. Yeah, pretty yeah. much any Die Hard episode. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, why, obviously, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man is the best Spider-Man because they have the Die Hard episode. I thought you were to say the kind of Great. funny animated. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's what that's what uh, inspired. Inspired. Kind of oh, the, Ultimate Spider-Man's Spider <laughs> Die Hard spoof inspired yeah. your spoof. I got. I was it. like, we I could do that it. too and take three years. Yeah. I, I don't know if this is a typo or if I'm so far out of the world. I want you to understand. Chance Carter says, "I have a pickle Rick Dab Pike, and I love her." Can anyone decipher dab what that pipe. is? A Maybe. Dab Pipe, probably. Like a like a, like for dabs. Yeah. Weed, right. They call weed dabs now? No, a dab is something. It's another, another like, drug? focused drug. I don't know. I've seen people do them. They go, ah, and then they. So the only stuff. typo there was pipe. Not pike, pipe. Chance, let us know. But yeah, I think I a dab pike pipe is. P-I-K. We put a head on a pike. I do know that pike was the name of the, the dude in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. And uh, dabs and is more Star Trek. And a, dab a dab is a type of weed, according to yeah. Drago. Dabbing is, a, uh, it's more focused on the concentrated tea. Yeah, it's, it's like you're smoking THC, and that you, it hits yeah. you really hard. Yeah. Okay. Really fast. Like, you can only do one. I used to do shows. I did a lot of comedy shows at a weed dispensary, and people were like, you want to do a dab? And I was like, no, because people were gone yeah. for a hot, in like a second. With, sure. Yeah. Could Snow Mike Mike handle it? Oh, fuck yeah, you can. He okay. can handle anything. Cool, cool, cool. cool. He can handle cool. anything. Snow Mike Mike texted us and was like, guys, just so you know, I'm snowed in. I'm probably not going to make it today. And he beat me here. He was here before me. Yeah. Yeah. He, he well, sends all these terrifying things. He's like, he was hitting me up too. He's like, just so you know, man, Tahoe's getting nailed. I don't know what's gonna go on. I'm like, just be safe. Don't even worry about it. Blah blah. He's like, all right. Then the next day, he's like, all right, I'm getting on the road. Uh, I'm gonna go for a while in this giant line of people. If it turns out it's bad, I'll turn. I'm gonna just stay home. Don't even bother. He's yeah, like, I passed the pass. I'm fine. I'm, I'm like, all right, man. And then I meanwhile, was, Jeremy Renner in some kind of accident. Yeah, he got. It was a snow plowing accident, right? Do we know anything more? That's what all I, I saw was he it's was a, helicoptered out of the. He's in critical but stable condition. Yeah, because the neighbor put a tourniquet on it and stopped the bleeding. Yeah. So what happened? Did his arm get caught under he the got, plow? He uh, got run over by a snowplow. Yeah. Which is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's really sad. He was I like, I was like, oh my god, I hope he's okay. But it said he was in critical. He was like in critical condition. Yeah. Which is not good. I want to so. see. Anytime know. you have to put like a tourniquet on to stop the bleeding is like yeah I, that's what i when good. i when jen hit me up about it this morning and then i sent back a clip and it was yeah, a traumatic injury and she's airlift she's like that's never good yeah no i mean snowplows are very very big trucks with yeah. giant fucking metal things on them that can probably cleave you so yeah hopefully he, i mean i don't know what was going on but the article i read it was like two paragraphs so i was like oh this is a of course it's always when you want the information that they don't editorialize for fucking five paragraphs. It started in the summer of 1883. Well, it's like, like, what the fuck, yeah, guys? it's like, you know, they're still not confirming what, what exactly happened, according yeah, to this CNN know. article from 47 minutes ago. The sheriff's office did not provide details on the extent of his injuries or what it may have caused the accident. Yeah. Well, I hope his injuries okay. are extensive, they said. It's scary. Yeah, it's super scary. It's not good, man. We can't keep, you know. Mm -mm. Can't be Everyone needs to be safe. I want a second season of that show he did with Haley Steinfeld. Hawkeye. Yeah, I'm okay. Couldn't remember right now. You, you're okay. You're you okay. Don't you don't want, want it. What is your problem, man? He wants more Rick and Morty. 
don't, I don't need. Did you see that Aqua Teen Hunger Force has a movie? We could watch that today. We, no, you they want really they awkward. They have like two weird. movies. Do they really? Oh yeah. I just, I just, thought, I was gonna watch one over the break, but I was like, you know, I subject D to so many things. Sure. I don't think she needs an hour, oh, fifteen minute Aqua Teen wad, movie. Meat wad rolling around. For my money, it doesn't get any more clever or funny than Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That oh. was when I watched the first season of that. I was like. This is it. I don't have to ever watch anything funny ever again. This is perfect. It's it's crazy. That, is it still making new episodes? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. I think they're just. I remember movies. being in college, yeah, and watching that on TV. Like when it would come on, it was. It's just so weird. Yeah. And every time I go back, I'll we never. The I'll, Moon and Nights. That was, <laughs> that was one of those shows where I was like, "This is the funniest fucking thing I have ever seen," and it was heartbreaking because everyone I would show Aquatine to would be like I don't understand why you think this is hilarious I mean it's it's a hard sell it's, it's so dude all weird. of that shit is a hard sell and that's kind of before I really knew that like stoner culture was a thing before you're taking dabs in your pike yeah I don't know if that's stoner culture or like hardcore drug psychedelic culture <laughs> fucking mushroom like I think culture. stoner culture I think people smoke a little weed every once in a while I'm pretty sure the Aquatine guys are like when do we do heroin? Oh no, no, no but Aqua I mean more for the is... I mean more for the audience yeah, because yeah. adult swim... audience is is weed. It's when you get to metalocalypse. That's when you get into like shrooms. That's, and... that's don't bring up metalocalypse in front of Nick. Oh, God. Get oh, sensitive off. Really? <laughs> fucking Roxo is the best character. Fucking. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. is this you? You guys do cocaine? It's like I do cocaine. That's the funniest. Yeah, I just mean like adult swim as a like. This is kind of meant for. Like, there's a lot of programming on here. Sure, we have Family Guy and American Dad and shit like that. But afterwards, there's going to be a lot of shit that is going to be, like, a loose idea. <laughs> with <laughs> image, with imagery. You're talking about home movies? And and the whole time I'm watching it, no, home movies is not that. I, I'm talking, like, I mean, there's just so much shit on there. I'm like, how is this being funded? Who's making money on this? Like, Are the kids still watching... Adult Swim is that a thing? Yeah. Kids well, I mean, uh, Rick and Morty's on Adult Swim, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I mean, I like, a, a Family Guy and American Dad had like second lives because of yeah, Adult yeah, Swim. Yeah. Like that resurgence was massive for them. Um, same as like Futurama and stuff like that. But I, for the most part, like when I'm watching anything on my YouTube TV stuff, and I, I always get the little, um, y- you watch the commercials, whatever you can fast forward. Every uh, Maybe like sixty to seventy percent of the little interstitials that they play in between, they are always Rick and Morty based. It's like, goddamn, Rick and Morty must be funding the fuck out of oh, Adult Swim, yeah, dude. dude. Because it's also like their original programming. This isn't coming from Fox with American Dad or, or stuff, Fox yeah. with Family Family Guy and TBS with American Dad. Like this is yeah, the main stuff that I see. This on is current, Rick and Morty. Current much. programming is Rick and Morty seems to be the biggest thing, and then um. Primal by um, Oh Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which is a stuff. show That I Kind of like Vibed with But I was like I don't really know What this is Can't and why. watching it Yeah that was yeah. one of those I watched a couple I was like Watched one episode I'm like This is really fucking cool Yeah But I don't know That I need the rest of this In my life Yeah It's like a very specific vibe Did y'all by any chance Happen to watch This Place Rules On HBO No mm-hmm. What's that What's that um, So this uh, YouTuber named Andrew Callahan Who used to work For this place called All Gas No Breaks he would go out to music festivals and random places and just interview people. And it's always like the weird ass funny people that he's uh, interviewing. And then the video started getting a lot more. They're very just man on the street type shit. And the video started getting a lot more political leading up to the, um, the election and stuff. And suddenly he was at less like just 
general music festivals and he I think I've probably seen TikToks of this where he goes to like Trump rallies. Yeah, and then he would end up going on them, yeah. going to Trump rallies and stuff. No, not not even necessarily that. Just kind of like hearing people out, hearing what they had to say. And then he started going to like BLM uh protests and all sorts of different um like political rallies. And he just came out with this trailer called This Place Rules, or not trailer, but a documentary called This Place Rules, where it's just kind of all the events leading up to uh January sixth. Yeah. And it's him kind of interviewing a lot of people from all sorts of different spectrums and different uh, walks of life. I might have seen the TikTok of this. Does he do a whole pedof- pedophile thing? Yes. Yeah, yes. that was fucking awesome. Yes. Amazing. Um, but Not pedophilia, also, what he does. There's also a... Uh, I feel like you need to clarify. Pedophilia. He gets a pedophile. He stupid-ass pedophile. Yeah, uh, which is like a, a great kind of cap to the that whole storyline. But uh, one of the TikToks that I had seen kind of advertising it was him talking to a family and this little boy right here. Uh, and it's a family with a boy and a girl about ages eight, maybe 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And they are like, well, we're not in school right now. Obviously, we're, we, you know, we're, we can't be at school because we got to wear masks. And, you know, uh, uh, all the, the pedophile lefts, you know, they just they're all lizard people and they want us to. And it's like. Just repeating every QAnon yeah, yeah, yeah. talking point ever, and it's like horrifying. Uh, this is the the father that we're watching right now. The of the kids talking about like he's on a four the eight chan boards for QAnon, being like, "Hey, the Alex little Jones, the little uh, the the Chipotle logo. That's actually a symbol for pedophilia. Like he's that type of like, and it is like just horrifying hearing these kids kind of feeling the same Parrot way, it all back, yeah, parroting it all back, yeah. But um, yeah, it just came out recently. It, it is. Surprisingly, not just all, like, I thought it was just going to be all kind of making fun of the Trump side. He goes to a lot of uh, BLM protests as well and kind of talks to a lot of people there. And he gets very, very real with other families who are like, uh, there's just a good moment of the documentary where he kind of realizes, you know, there's a lot of families that aren't well off financially that cannot afford to go to all these protests because they got to worry about themselves at home. They can't be fucking traveling cross-country to million-man marches that, like, you know, when Trump had his million-man march and was trying to, like, stop the steal and all that shit. Um, it gets, like, kind of real in some moments, but I think it's definitely worth the watch. It was... I know it's worth the watch when I accidentally hovered over, like, where I'm at in the dock, and I was like, oh, fuck, it's almost over. Like, What's I thought it called? I'm going to add it to my list. It's called uh, This Place Rules. And he's also so he used Found to it. he used to do this show called All Gas No Breaks, and I think that play that uh, All Gas No Breaks thing, I think he kind of veered off and he got kind of shoved thing. out of, and then they try to take it over. So now he's doing Channel Five. Yeah, with Andrew his, Callahan. Yeah, it's his own his own channel now called Channel Five, which is essentially the same concept. It's just I think he has full ownership of it now, as opposed to it being owned by Vice. Maybe I, I want to say um, All Gas No Breaks. I could be way off on that. I'll double check, but um. Yeah, it's very, very good. This place rules. Uh, not as serious as um, Into the Storm, the QAnon. Oh, doc, dude, that was which was so. There's that was very, very good. There's two that there's two documentaries that I recommend along those subjects if you really want to like get more context context for the events that led up to January 6th. Into the Storm, incredible. This one definitely I'll put on my list as well. But did you guys did anyone catch the Murdochs? No. 
No. You kind of mentioned it to me, and it sounded very depressing. It is. It's one of those that you end, and you're like, I have no hope for the future. Fucking <laughs> crazy. It's a crazy documentary. It's, I believe HBO put it up, but it's a CNN documentary. Um, and it it chronicles Rupert Murdoch, who used to own Fox News Corp. I think we, I think you, well, you were there for sure when yeah. we were on by Fox. But yeah, you were yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> how he kind of rose to acclaim and power through news, through various newspapers, by figuring out that if you write slightly inflammatory headlines and have a skew on things that scares people, that they tend to buy more newspapers because of that. And that's all the events that lead up to that. Predominantly, it's about the succession that's supposed to be happening in the Murdochs, which is why a lot of people say, hey, the Murdoch family is like where the succession writers took oh, yeah, inspiration 100%. from because Rupert Murdoch is like refuses to give the name like an heir um, and it was Lachlan for a while, and then it was the other one, and like there's the, his, the, the youngest daughter as well, isn't it? Side so, note, I can't wait for success. Oh, oh, come on, dude. Right I mean, if it's anything like this documentary, I got to get back on. I gotta oh, get on you got to. It's totally like that. When are we doing? Inter- or we, the, are we doing episode breakdowns? Let's do episode breakdowns. Let's do screencasts. It's Sorry. fuck you, Tim. We'll do it without you. How does that sound? <laughs> it's absolutely bonkers, but it goes through everything into the formation of Fox News and how Fox News was is basically like. A couple of things that were that shed crazy light on it for me was, which I didn't realize at the time, was they were like, "There's, there's people don't know this, but there's two distinct divisions of Fox News. There's actually Fox News, and then there's the opinion section that everyone just thinks is Fox News because it's actually all the that's where like Bill O'Reilly and Hannity and like all the hardcore personalities that we've come to know as be like the Fox News people came to acclaim. Um, and it is just absolutely fascinating that they were like every time that it's all sort of that that look at what what is the thing that sells the most and it turns out it's like it's it's fear and it's kind of fear mongering and stuff like that and it's not to say that like that's not a commonly used thing obviously like news is oh yeah you, you can't put out hey it's raining a little outside it has to be like fucking everyone's dying oh, and yada, yeah. yada 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 and it's across the board but murdoch was the first person to really like that's a commodity and i'm gonna i'm gonna figure this out it's absolutely crazy and then it goes right up to the point where he decides to sell everything which you forget he did. I, did he? I don't even know. I didn't know he sold. He, it. No, he kept News Corp. But remember, he sold 20th Century Fox and all yeah. the studios yeah, that yeah. his his heir was supposed to take over. Yeah. Uh, Lachlan was supposed to take over, I think, or I forget the other kid's name. Um, and he just goes. He called up Bob Iger and was like, "Yo, you want to buy all this stuff?" And the conspiracy theories are like that he did that so Bob wouldn't run for president, so Trump could Trump could go get it. But huh. they don't they don't cover that. They just talk about how. They angle it in more terms of like he wasn't sure his sons would be able to handle it. Sure, and they weren't. They weren't. So this is a documentary. This is a five part documentary on HBO called The Murdochs. I th- there's a subtitle to it too. But, okay, God, um, I love a good HBO. They got a, they got a Madoff thing coming up. No, that's Netflix. Ooh, it's somebody's got a Bernie Madoff thing coming up. Mm. But it's fucking fascinating. Okay, it's so fascinating. I'll add that too. Yeah, well, it, this it, is it, the HBO. Add it to your thing. In this place, rules. They also go deeply. Uh, they also brush on um, just like the 24 hour news cycle and how. Like, yes, there's nonstop chaos outside, and it's the election, and everybody's going fucking buck wild, and the number one and two rated things are Tucker Carlson and Rachel Maddow, and it's like that, like the sensationalism of it all. Definitely, oh, yeah. but that, know, but that's the thing the is right, and that, that you look at that, they don't, and that's the one thing that I will say to not to criticize the documentary, but the they do a, a good job of reinforcing what the Fox News tactics use. But they don't say that, like, some of that was a direct rubber banding from, like, what CNN itself was doing, which yeah. they're doing similar things on that side of, like, well, if Fox is going to do that, we have to combat that by, like, going farther to the left. And it's just, like, you see where that polarization point starts happening and how it's being pushed. 
It's like, let's push it. Let's make money off of this. Yeah. And it makes you feel, when you're watching this, you're like, I have absolutely no power in this planet. Uh, like, yeah. I just feel so... I like, I got that. to the end of a couple of those episodes, and I was like, fuck, I am a fucking ant. <laughs> These people are... Like, yeah. When you've got billions of dollars, and not only that, but you can literally call up the head of Fox News and be like, hey, this is our guy. And, like, they talk about how Trump was, like, they started seeding that out. Trump started appearing on Fox News as a personality. Oh, man, you would right? fucking love succession, dude. I know, but it's like, <laughs> but they, I mean, it's all it's all crazy. And then they talk about the push and pull if Trump got bigger for a second. And they were like, fuck, we need Trump. And how, like, Hannity would call him, like, hey, how, everything good? And, like, they'd strategize about all that stuff. And, like, again, this is from one, because I can see the comments, it's from one news outlet's perspective. But a lot of this stuff is factually based. You can find it. It's just fucking fascinating to see what the, the strategy of how he did like what his how his mind worked and how he was like let's let's just do this fucking wild. I can't dude. find it. You said HBO? I think it was HBO. Murdoch? The Murdochs? The Murdochs? I'll I'll look it up for you. I'll find it. You can you host the podcast. Talking about the Boondocks. I mean we're you know we're fine. Look, Airplane Two's on here this year. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Know, Sister Act Three. Sister Act Three. Still not out. <laughs> Still not out. No. No way. Andy, how was your break? My break was good, man. Speaking of HBO stuff. Not HBO related, but kind of HBO related. Nick, you yeah. ever heard of a show called Andor? Uh, I think it's one of the the star shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, star Wars, Wars, right? Wars, yeah. You happen to watch it? No, but I saw your incredibly viral tweet happen where you're like, Andor, not that bad. And it's like, retreat, retreat, retreat. Dude. Uh, Dude. Tim has been knocking on my door to, to get me to watch Andor. Come on, knock on my door. No, 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 no. No. No, 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 no. Because I can't. No, no, no. Because it's one of those situations where he's like, bro, just skip seasons one and two. Just go straight into season four. No, 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 no. It takes three episodes to get good, everybody says. That's what they say. I watched episode one and I was like, I ain't got time for this. Sorry. I disagree. Because I watched episode one and it was. I watched the first episode. Okay. Immediately after watching episode one, I thought. This is already better than any other Star Wars show that they've put out. And I uh, only because I could tell the vibe and the tone and like just having moments of dialogue that I had been missing so much um, in the other products that they've put out. Um, anytime that I would like happen to watch Kenobi and then I would watch that night's episode of Better Call Saul and I go, I, I just want like really, really, really good dialogue yeah. and really good writing. And like, dude, this, this, sh- like if if there's anybody out there who's like uh, I'm probably not gonna watch it. I didn't really like any of the Star Wars shows. I'm right there with you. And this one I watched, and I'm so glad I did. Um, it it just far. It just felt like HBO made a Star Wars show. That's very. That's what Tim said. Yeah. And that that makes me want to watch it a lot more. But uh, I mean, I have no excuse. I'll watch it. I, watch, I, I mean, I watch. <laughs> I love how he said, he's talking. Yeah. I see him thinking thing, like, "What shit this. can I talk?" The thing is, this it's like there's it's not a shit talk thing. It's that I watched the first episode and it. I was like, it's fine. It's very fine to me. Um, I there's a couple criticisms I have of which is I have of a lot of those shows, which is that you can kind of they just don't feel as well rounded. But this one is the be- the the least not well rounded of all sure. the Star Wars shows as far as like production values and acting and like obviously. Uh, not what's his name? Um, Diego. Diego Luna is fucking great, but you know the three guys are like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And I'm like, oh, God, "You guys are so TV actors." And then, but I guess it's good. I'll watch it, dude. Like, I'll watch it all tonight. We'll come back tomorrow on tomorrow's podcast. All of it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know he's crazy enough to do. <laughs> yeah, it, man. Like, so, so like uh, the the thing with uh, my dad is very much like me, where he is so these days he is so 
ADD, man. Like, he, like, you want to talk about TikTok ruining another generation or Instagram reels ruining another generation. God, I hate it. Is he, is he watch reels? Dude, it is like. What's wrong with reels? No, I mean, because it's just regurgitated TikTok like seven months later. I hear my mom over there watching. She'll come visit. She'll be watching Instagram reels at full volume. Like, knock it off. The the (laughs) thing is, like, the problem with with my dad's viewing habits remind me of like some of my best friends whenever you're trying to show them the thing and he's just there to, I'm like, no, pay attention. And so, like, my mom has been like, I try to watch this and this show with your dad, or this and the this new HBO show, whatever White Lotus, like any whatever like the trending <laughs> show is. She's like, and, and and he just they they try to watch Succession, yeah. And I know he loves Succession, but every other second he's on his phone. She says, yeah. And it's the same thing with like Andor hooked him, and I, it it required a bit of me being like, oh, that hey, this line of dialogue, yeah. check this out. But dude, holy fuck, man, there are like so many good character interaction moments that like when it was when that scene ended i went god damn this show's fucking good man and a lot of it is like the stuff that i'd kind of been wanting like all of the the inequality stuff like god damn they were good dude they were so good dude what a show prison arc man uh, real quick, a lot of people have said positive things about Andor Nick, but I choose to ignore them. And I'll go with Bentley's <laughs> Enigma, who says, "I tried today, Andy, and I was only able to watch the first two episodes." Snooze fest, Nick. <laughs> he just needs one comment. That's it. That's it. And I, that's what I was too, man. You know what I mean? Not one lightsaber, no Grogu, no Greg View is what I say. To <laughs> you. That's what they always say. I've been right. saying it too. Like got all these aliens. I got to see this guy run around looking huh. for his sister. Come on, what am I doing? It's just like it's the first time that I was like, man, they they did a good one. <laughs> they made a good one. Sure. Like, this is like, okay. This is weird. Sorry, I'm looking. I'm trying. It's called the Murdochs. Emp- this is weird. Empire of Influence. It was like a five part docu series. Someone said it was Low Country, which is a three part, but it looks like they pulled it from HBO Max, <laughs> and maybe they pulled it as part of the whole Discovery because you know Discovery bought yeah, yeah, shit yeah, off. A bunch of weird shit. Mike called me the other day. He's like, dude, this fucking show. Dude, they don't have Westworld on there anymore. Wild. They may have pulled it. Mike they was did. watching. They're... Remember that show I was talking about that was um. Well, fuck now I can't remember the name. But it was uh Jake Johnson and uh it was like feminist. Oh yeah, ah. they canceled it in the middle. They pulled it, but they're still filming the new season. But they canceled season two now, so they pulled season one. So Mike was like, I'm five, I'm five episodes into season one. This show's great. Get a text a day later. What the fuck happened to the show? I saw they Jake Johnson it post off. about it. Yeah, they're still filming it, right? They're gonna Jake finish John- the film and try to find the home. He's like, We're trying it. to find a home for seasons one. It's and so two. good. It was such a fun show and such a great like examination. Are you familiar with what I'm talking about? No. It's Jake Johnson and the 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 actress that played Karina from uh Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh one more time? Karina. Karina. Remember oh, the, the she's like pink green. Woman. Yeah, she kills yeah. him. Yeah, yeah like, no, I don't know. Kidding. She's a really good actress. I forget her name and I apologize. But uh she plays a like a feminist writer. And Jake Johnson plays a porn magazine uh, uh, publisher, and he goes, "I'll give you your own magazine, but it's got to be like." And she's like, "Fine, then it's going to be like naked guys." And so it's a feminist sort of like that versus misogyny, and it's really, really okay. funny, really, really well written. They, those two have great chemistry. The whole cast Minx? is great. Is yes, Minx, thank you. Yeah. Um, and it was great. And I was like, "Dude, I'm so looking forward to season two. Thanks, Discovery." <laughs> you get Ophelia Lovabond is the uh, actress. That, that sounds right. Yeah. That sounds yeah. right. Have y'all been watching Chippendales? On Hulu, yeah. you know, I started it, watched two episodes, and I was like, hmm, "I'm good." It, it, I mean, it's a vibe. It's a, it's weird. I say it's, it's really good. It's not great, but it's really good. It's Kumail, and it's the story of the Chippendales, like the 
male, the male, male dance review. Yeah. Not the rescue. And my God, the show goes from like, he is this like uprising, like you're rooting for him. And then there's the turning point that is so clear. And you're like, oh, you're the villain. And this is bad. Oh, okay. So I'll keep watching it. Then. Oh, dude. It, it gets really, really stressful. Oh, there's a new episode tonight. The finale okay. tonight, I think. Oh, shit. Yeah. I've been, uh, we, we watched this a couple a of that. Thing on... It's weekly on Hulu. Yeah. Okay. It's really well made. It's really interesting. And he's phenomenal. And the, he's so good. The whole cast. The cast is, is fantastic. Yeah. I, I fell off it a little bit because I was like, I like I like the going into business stories. So yeah. once it was up and running and successful, I was like, I don't oh. know where this is going to go. Well, oh. good, good job, Chippendale. Yeah, See you like, later. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. They, they do some. Uh, I'll go back. It goes cool <laughs> place. <laughs> what did you do? I'll go back to it. There are more than a handful of things that I think Nick Scarpino will really appreciate about that show. I like show. to use the phrase handful. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of handfuls. There's a lot of stuff. And, like, the the choreography and the actual, like, set piece, like, dances are so good and so stylishly shot like they they did some damn good shit and kumail is absolutely incredible in it like i think this might be his best performance yeah i heard he was on uh he was on a podcast i listened to he was on the business and he was basically like kim masters was like why did you pick this and he's like i love doing comedy but like it's it i just wanted something different i wanted to tell a real story like flex because it's like not a comedy at all it is no, pretty dramatic no, like no. pretty hardcore like i think uh, spoilers it follows uh who's the the playmate that dies in like the first episode. Well, yeah, I forget her name. <laughs> yeah, that, it's that not really a spoiler. Long, yeah, but like that, but it's gruesome. It's a dark story. Yeah, it's a very dark story. Yeah, good for him. Good for him indeed. Yeah, yeah. Tim, how was your break? Oh, it was fantastic. It was the best break ever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I did nothing, oh, and beautiful. it was so nice. <laughs> I literally didn't connect my computer because I was like, if my computer's connected, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna yeah. So I just didn't until I had to, but I didn't for a long time. And my entire break was two weeks of just getting all back into Pokemon, man. Like yeah. Scarlet and Violet, all that stuff. I've been talking about it for a long mm -hmm. time, right? Completed the Pokedex, and I was all in. But then a magical turning point in my life happened where Gia, Gia. has been playing Marvel Snap. She got super into oh, yeah, it. Gia. She still plays every day. Like, she's insanely just addicted to it. Then she saw me playing Pokemon, and she's like, would I like that? <laughs> and I was like, pause my game, put it down. Uh -oh. I was like, <laughs> well... You really like the strategy stuff. You like stories. You like this. You like that. I was like, I actually think if we give you the original red and blue, but uh, fire red, the remake of it. Of course. I was like, I can see you getting into this shit. I can see you see this turning into a thing. I was like, no pressure. Let's. I'll get you it. We'll see if, if you're Why into it. Why not Scarlet or... Violet? That's way too complicated. That's way too much. Also, it's like, I, I want her to have like the original experience, okay. right? So I was trying to get a copy of Fire Red. Snowbike Mike gave me his old copy. He was like, I don't need any more. You can totally take it. I have my analog pocket. So she's playing like on a Game Boy, which is That's super cool. fun. That's so really awesome. cool. But I gave it to her and she's like, I feel like I'm going to miss something if I don't have the context of like the cartoon and stuff. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Are you telling me you want to fucking watch Pokemon from the beginning? That's a that's a commitment. Oh, yeah. And she was like, let's give it a shot. If I don't like it, we'll stop, whatever. We've gotten into this rhythm of watching an episode of Pokemon a serious drama and then a comedy every night like that's our <laughs> what we do and sometimes we would do that cycle multiple times neapolitan ice cream it. here Dude, you know what I mean? we are almost done with the entire first run wow. of him getting to the league and all that stuff meanwhile she has six badges in this game and she is all in Love she won't it. stop playing nice. she's like 30 hours into this nice. damn game she's talking to every single person she's trying to catch them all and i'm like i can't believe this like i woke up one day and uh like she's just next to me in bed playing and she was like okay 
So Misty Starmy has been destroying me. Like she killed me like six times, but I have an idea. If I raise my Butterfree enough, can I use sleep powder to make it fall asleep and then use poison powder to like poison it? I'm like, yeah, you can. She's like, okay. That's the move. <laughs> and then she fucking did it and she won it. I've never <laughs> seen her happier with herself. Like it is the funniest thing in the world. But yeah, I, I'm like just the most proud dad of it all. That's but incredible. like her wanting to watch the shows, identifying things and be like, oh, in the game, this is the game. I'm like, this is the fucking best. <laughs> That's you, incredible. A side sidebar. Did you notice yourself not talking to NPCs as much as you did in old Pokemon games? Well, it's because you Scarlet don't Violet. you don't need to because they their word bubbles pop up when you go by them. Do that all of them says anything yeah. interesting either? Yeah, yeah. all if of it's them. Yellow then I like yellow means it's like a you can engage with it. This guy, but it was designed that way, which is great because it's way faster. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I guess I kind of just like talking to the random person who's like. My fucking dad died. <laughs> like some shit. Right. I got a, right. I got a fucking Something thing for it. you. Like yeah. I got a little, you know. I like, lost my sister, and you know. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. little things. I kind of, I kind of miss those moments. I, I don't know. It's a little sidebar. It's a little sidebar. Okay, good sidebar. Yeah, thank you. Well, I'm glad you shut down over the shut break. Shut the fuck down. Because last year was that was a we did a lot last year. Oh, we did. Yeah, we wore we wore ourselves a little thin, and so I'm yeah. glad. I, I went over to your house for a second, and Tim, can I tell you the story? Oh, Tim came, oh, of course. I had to drop some off at his house and just say what's up to him. Tim came out. Andy, in a pajama bomber jacket. Yeah. And he was so happy. I was like, dude, you look so good. He's like, I've been doing nothing, Nick. Nothing. It's a whole lot of nothing. He's like, see this? This is a pajama bomber jacket. <laughs> like it's a Miandi? It's, it's not Miandis, but it's a, a chalk line, just like yeah. bomber jacket. But like, I literally have it just to sleep in. Yeah. Like, That's just awesome. to be like my pajama oh, wear around the house. Okay. Yeah. And, but it's a bomber jacket. I'm like, I'm just, so it's not pajama material. It's just been. But it's, I mean, it pretty much is. Like, so is it like the Letterman jackets we used to sell? The kind of funny Letterman jacket? Kind no, of but it's, it's it's nylon. It's like, okay. it's uh, like, I, I don't know if nylon is the right word. But it's it's like, it's more silky than okay. anything. Okay. Uh, satiny. It looks comfortable as fuck. It's comfortable as fuck. It looked like, I was like, dude, I'm so happy for you that you're just like. In the in, in your home, warm, hanging out, just yeah. decompressing for a couple. Yeah, dude, it's because you deserve it, man. And there's nothing like the cycle though. We're, we're, we'll watch fucking Pokemon. Dude, what adventures is Ash Pikachu getting into right now? And like, oh, when I tell you, I cry at every moment. You'd expect me to cry. I cry so fucking hard. Bye, bye, Butterfree. Get the fuck out of here, dude. I'm crying before he's even almost gone. And it's like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I know what's coming. Uh, but yeah, that that's so funny. But then does we'll the show, does this show hold up? Is it, it like an entertaining story? Yes, it definitely. Okay. Definitely for what it is, and especially the earlier episodes, like it, there's such a nostalgia to it and the art style. The backgrounds are beautifully hand drawn. Like there's a lot of actually good stuff there. It's a kid show at the yeah, end, yeah, sure. still, but like it, uh, it's way better and it holds up way more than I would have ever ever expected it to. Uh, but going from that to one of the other things we've been watching is the entire Netflix Marvel series, which I missed out on. Why? Wow, really? Because like Daredevil, Daredevil, Daredevil and Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones. Dude, Jessica that. Jones season one is fucking great. so good. So, so with all this, it's like I, Come on. it's weird that Tim Gettys hasn't seen these fucking shows. But Daredevil season one dropped when Gia was going to uh, grad school, and so it was one of those things we watched one episode together. We're like, oh, we'll watch them later. Next thing you know, we're three seasons of Daredevil in, and I never, yeah, we never watched it. Um, and I heard a lot of mixed things, way too many episodes, all the shit. So I was like, eh, one day we'll do it. But now she's been pushing it. She's like, let's just commit. One episode a night. We'll just get it done. Watch all of season one of Daredevil. Watch all of season one of Jessica Jones. We're now halfway through season two of Daredevil. And like every single thing ever said about those shows is so true. So true. 
there's just so what's good much. is so what's good. What's so what's good is so And then there's just so much stuff you're just like, wow. Everything else. Like if I'm not mistaken, there's a there's a Daredevil season where like don't half spoil the season. Oh, how how far are you in? Half of season two. Uh right, don't worry about it then. Uh, I, w- I think it is actually season two where you're oh, like, where he gets his sight back. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. No, but Jessica Jones season one was one of those. I got once I finished that, I was like, wow, this is. I mean, because it's intense. They call me so true. good. It's, they it call it me Truth Angel. <laughs> truth um, and then if you started, damn, <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> um, did you watch? And sorry, where are you at with Punisher? Well, so Punisher was introduced. I, I'm in the thick of that, and I'm loving that stuff. It's Did you so get to good. the point where he got? Is it a little spoiler? Where he loses his sight, and he becomes a lawyer. <laughs> it's crazy. No, Did he's get, in the hospital right now. Okay, there's a great moment, and I think it was in the trailer, so I don't want to spoil. It'll get a little spoiler, but there's a great moment where it's it's a great scene between him and Charlie Cox or John Bernthal and Charlie Cox, where he calls him. He was like, "You're a fucking half measure." The Daredevil, and it's the coolest line. I think that was on the uh, the rooftop scene. Yeah, 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 so fucking good, so yeah. cool. I just, I was like, wow, this yeah. is special. And John Bernthal kills it. John that dude, man, Bernthal, man, yeah, so good. I would like to say, like, give him a shot, but everything he's in, he just kills. And I don't, I honestly like, I don't want him. Let me ask you something, Rick. I don't want him to be a mega Hollywood star because then I don't think he'll get these incredible. He's a character actor, sure, and so like. Going from like the Punisher to American Gigolo to that insane Boston cop show that he was on with uh, uh that Chris Anka loved, yeah, which was like he just plays this like really complex shitbag cop. Washington, D.C. on HBO. Was it Washington? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah watching that like, show right now, actually. Sorry. And his um, accent's hilarious. Remember it's hilarious. when he was in 30 Seconds of the Bear and he stole the yep. entire. Yeah, he's so good. They, and it's like, and that's he's what they're so, so great at. They build up to the brother and the bear, and then, yeah, it's just John Bernthal. Uh, I, at Wind River, same thing, a great fucking movie overall. And then all of a sudden they cut to this scene. I'm like, John oh Bernthal's the guy. I know. Dude, dude, it's the guy. I'm going to say something that, like, I'm going to need some help from the chat or from you guys to help me. The Walking here. Dead. But yes, he was. That's what yes, he, he was. Uh, there was a show that came out last year, I want to say, that was like Black Mirror Twilight Zone esque, that was uh, written and produced and hosted by um, the dude from The Office. The. Mickey um, Gervais? No. Um, the. American Office? Mindy Kaling's. Okay. Friend uh, at the, in the show. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're talking BJ Novak. BJ Novak. That was a yes. movie. He put out a, a, a TV show that oh. was like eight episodes. Yeah. It, was, it was like Black Mirror or whatever. It was like every an episode. AMC show, I think. I don't know what it was on. It was on. I, I watched it on Hulu, and the show was so fucking good. I mean, this sounds like my alley. I've never heard of it. It's called The Premise. The Premise. Yeah. yeah. And it, he'll come out as like the host and be like, so here's The Premise. And like they explain whatever it is, and then you just get an episode about it. And mm-hmm. I would say more than less, the episodes are fantastic. Some of them are pretty good. I don't think there were any bad ones. But the best episode is with John Bernthal, and it has to do with like gun safety, and oh. uh, it is it is it's a ten out of ten impeccable TV. And like if if anything, everyone needs to watch this one episode. Do you remember okay. which one it is? It's the one with John, with John Bernthal. Yeah, I, I, I don't <laughs> know. I've, I've got it up I'm, here. I'm looking at the it's list. Moment of, of silence. Moment of silence. No, episode two. Episode <laughs> two. Okay. One of the most like damn. That was art, and y'all fucking nailed the message, nailed what you're doing. Like, it is going to stress you the fuck out. There's but... one episode called Butt Plug. Is that Dude. a good one, uh, Tim? That one's, I think it's episode one. That's so I, gotta, I hope you, I still have Joey's mom Hulu information. I've watched random you, episodes. Okay, I hope I, I've watched I hope all the episodes you've recommended me. Thank you. I haven't. And they're fucking great. Yeah. Bear's yeah. great. Bear was great. Be honest with me. Have I ever recommended anything bad? Let's. I mean, come on. 
Like we're, yes. And his record, pretty goddamn good. I'm, 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 you guys have like, very good like similar sensibilities. Yeah. The Which, thing- by the way, something that obviously you didn't vibe with. I went back home, and uh, when I was back home, my friend he doesn't vibe my, with back home. My friend CP loves handing me the remote and being like, "Show me, show something. me some shit." Yeah. yeah. And I said, "We watched the rehearsal yet?" And he said, "No." I said, "Remember Nathan for you?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Let me show you a little Strap something." <laughs> and then lo- he loved it, obviously. And then I get a text from him last night, and he was like. I'm showing my girlfriend the rehearsal. We are fucking dying at the, the days like these that I curse the Chinese for inventing gunpowder. Like, ever, like, God damn. What a, like, talk about, like, favorites of 2022. That mm-hmm. is one of the favorite things that I experienced in 2022. That Greg and Avatar. Like, have you guys ever given it a shot? Yeah, Jen doesn't, can't fuck with him. Because, like, he, she can't, she doesn't like seeing people get pranked or whatever. Yeah, and I know that this one's too. not fully that, but, like, that's what Nathan for you was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, the, we, we started the rehearsal, yeah, and the like, first episode, the other apartment, and she was like, nah. I'm like, all right, cool. Bounce I feel down. like you would love it. Though, I, it sounds because, like something I would oh, like. Most <laughs> Nathan, are you him? Like, I'm a little <laughs> concerned in some yeah. ways. <laughs> uh, Avatar, I saw that again, by the way. So, it took my whole family. I spent $160, $160 on IMAX tickets for my three nieces and nephews, my brother, my sister-in-law, my mom, and my dad. And we all went to go watch IMAX, and we got it in the... Well, well. here's the thing. I'm always very, very, you know, kind of worried about movie theaters back home. I just, I never Are know. they going to have enough pickles? I, exactly, exactly. And luckily, we did have... Plenty. Pickles of plenty. <laughs> pickles of plenty. Um, pickles of plenty. But I had bought... Uh, Tickets for the theater kind of closest to us, which is the, uh, it's like the Cinemark's version of uh, of a bistro type. Okay. Thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like a, an Alamo. And then I remembered, or or somebody said, "Oh, what about IMAX? Are you gonna? Are you? Did you watch an IMAX?" And I said, "Well, I don't really think there's IMAX." They're like, "No, no, no. The AMC bought over, bought the theater that you that was. It was called Carmike Theater mm-hmm. in Edinburgh." I was like, oh, shit, word? And then I looked, and I was like, oh, it's like true IMAX shit. Sold all those tickets back, refunded all those on, on the Fandango app, bought them all on IMAX, and goddamn, I could, the homie Rudio hit me up this morning. He was like, what, what did you prefer, Dolby or IMAX? I can't really pick, man. Oh, no, like, Dolby, bro. Dude, like the, the full res IMAX, like the full uh, aspect ratio, yeah. getting the top to bottom. Yeah. Goddamn, man. I mean, again, it was just like such an experience. And all of my fam, my mom was like, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced. My life. And the kids were just like freaking the fuck out. That final act is the dopest shit of all time, dude. And fucking Cameron did it again, right? Because remember, we, we went in and be like, boy it's, Cameron. Got, it's got to make like $5 billion. And I was like, in my brain, I'm like, there's no, there's no way. And now it's like dominating the box office, making hella money, right? By this afternoon, it's going to beat Top Gun Maverick to be the <laughs> number that. 10 of all I time. And that. how much is this movie going to infect? 3D movies going forward because we're in that trailer. Uh, because when we watched Avatar, we didn't get previews, right? We it saw a screening, screening right? of it, right? No, yeah, we saw a screening, so we didn't get previews. Yeah, I don't remember. It just getting, started. I, I think you and I, yeah, correct. yeah. So for this and then Joey one, Joey and Kevin gave a shit. I didn't save them seats, even though we saved them seats. We did save them seats. Yeah, yeah. I get the trailers here for Ant Man: Quantum Mania in yeah. 3D, right? That's what and I was like, I the 3D. God damn, like. Uh, I bet you this. I bet you every movie for the next like three years is gonna ride the wave of 
Hey, Avatar was great in 3D. Well, I'm fine with Check it if this it's shit out. Ant-Man and Quantumania. That actually sounds like it's the, fun. The, but I'll, I'll say this. The trailer in 3D looks pretty sick. Um, but granted, like I, I think when Avatar came back, came out back in the day, and then a bunch of 3D movies tried to follow up on that success... They all looked like shit. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I, I know because they weren't real record. 3D. Like they have to be shot in 3D. Yeah, Ant Man's not like Marvel movies. Everyone releases in 3D. Yeah, they don't look great. What's the process? And when it's not oh, shot, it's like stere- not stereoscopic, but like when they go back and they have to recut. Well, it's like, just post 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 conversion yeah. 3D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's like when we're going to watch the Star Wars prequels. It's when yeah. they all didn't even release in 3D, but they were trying. Yeah, to. they they just did Phantom, Phantom Menace. Menace. I saw they, that shit, and then they got bought by. <laughs> yeah, I saw Disney. it too. Me and Kevin went yeah, same. the midnight release. Like, yeah, and that was back when it was actually midnight. Me and I don't my know roommate. why we fucking did that. We regret the progress. It was incredible, but like God, it was like why? And then they didn't even do two and three. They're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what but Titanic in 3D, y'all motherfuckers. Oh, they're re-releasing it again next year. We're going. <laughs> You know what? I'm kind of down. Are and they doing 40? Because I mean, that'd be one to see in 40. Well, so here's the thing. I saw Avatar in 40. Do not recommend that at yeah. all. It, it, it ruined the experience. They, they Moving was great. Blue the 3D you. looked like shit. The sound was bad. Like, uh, no. Oh, really? The 3D looked like shit? Yeah. I would just expect that to be kind of standard across the board. What 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 made it different? Was There's the so much nerd or? shit with this where it's like, is it real 4K? Is it 2K? Is it high frame rate? Is it 3D? Like, all that shit needs to play nicely, and Dolby's I, the only way. I still saw a variable refresh rate, right? So we're Which still, meant yours was in 2K, not 4K. Okay, so, we still, so oh, we're man. getting all the different high-speed shit. Dude, my family did not notice a difference. Well, it's like, hard. It's hard to. I mean, unless you're you? really looking for yeah. it, it's hard. Like, to notice I would things. expect them to be like, "Why were some scenes kind of like uh, like?" Think about it. Yeah, my, I, and I, I assume it's the same for you, but maybe not. But think of the times you go to a family member's house and they have true motion on. Yeah, but like this is so like no, but that's intense. But yeah. that's looking. true motion twenty four seven of their lifetimes that they're experiencing this, and then they see the. Di- but I'm talking like in the middle of a three hour experience, you're getting true motion, non true motion, like, and I I expected them to kind of notice that, and they're like. But I don't know what you're talking about. It's different because most of the characters are CG. Yeah, I was going to say. I feel like if it's a live-action person and it goes from looking like a movie to looking like a soap opera shot on video, it might be a little different. But, I mean, it is it is true. Most people just don't see it. Yeah, it's just weird to me that they didn't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> I had to explain to them, like, you didn't notice how some of the scenes look, like, super smooth But I also, think that, I, thought, I also think that 3D kind of makes it look different to begin with. So when you're looking at something 3D, it doesn't look like a 24P movie to begin with. It uh, it looks a little crisper and a little different frame rate anyway, so I could I could see that because there were moments where I, I was sitting next to you like, dude, that's cool, and I'm like, oh, oh, he's talking about the frame rate issue, and I fucking am super sensitive to it, to the point where I have an Apple TV like a 4K sitting on my desk because I'm not sure if I want to install it because I think my TV fixed itself, but I'm not sure, and I won't sell it back. I'm keeping it just in case my TV decides to do that. True what motion, TV do motion. you have? I'm an LG uh, C. You have the old C one. Or what, what was the first generation of that? The CX was well, one before the one C1. Before that, but you have the X, though. Yeah, I have the X, and it, it did a weird thing for a very long time with, with Dolby, where if something was Dolby, uh, Vision. Dolby Vision, it would do a weird frame mix with, the, with 120 hertz, where just the motion looks true motion. So if we were sitting there talking to each other, you'd be like, it's okay. But his mouth would look like it's a little too, fra- like it's a little too crisp. Mm, okay. And then I think the up- they pushed a couple updates, and it fixed that. Because now I'm getting true dead on, like 24p. It's very crisp, but it looks like it's supposed to look very weird. But Tim told me just to always have the Apple an TV. Apple TV in your back pocket, just to have, just to have it. You say that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Plug that shit in. Use that shit, dude. Paris, Paris knows what's up. Paris literally this weekend tweeted like trying to figure out my home smart home thing. Just got the Apple TV, and I'm like, let's go, doing it right. I, you know, I, I, I will do it one day, but the TV has to screw me again. Yeah. Right now the TV's behaving, and she's great. 
and I love her. And it's because the, the TV sees the threat of the Apple TV. I keep <laughs> it. I, like, here's the thing. When it starts misbehaving, I move the Apple TV just a little closer. Sure. Just a little Fair closer. Enough. Fair right? enough. And she, yeah. she gets better. And yeah, then, yeah, all right. Yeah, and back it off back. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Carrot and stick. You got it. You know <laughs> what I mean? I, I was talking to Tim about this, but my, my parents in their living room, they had this gigantic, like, wooden furniture set that surrounded the TV. To the point where it's like. Oh, like a cabinet that it was in? Yeah, like, there was these two gigantic cabinets Bookshelf that house the the two main speakers and then there was like a wooden thing you'd place on top and then my they'd had like a little floral bullshit sure. or whatever yeah, above yeah, it yeah. and they got rid of all of it and then i got a text from my dad recently where it is uh this new sort of furniture thing that the tv's just sitting on top of it's not surrounded by all this shit yeah, get big and he was like man uh the wall's looking real empty yep it sure looked nice to like to get a little 77 inch up there <laughs> instead of this 65 or whatever and when I tell you the bonding moment that we had, because the the way this, the house is situated is the living room, and then there's, like, windows on the left side because the den used to be the outside. And the people who owned the house before my parents closed in the den. So now it's, like, a they separate like kind of, like, it's a second living room, I sure. guess, you know. Sure, 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 sure. But separating is, like, windows. Like, it's similar to how you would just be looking outside, right? And that's where, like, usually the kids are whenever we're in the living room. So it's basically just two rooms, like, mirrored. Separate right? by glass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and my brother was like, I want to get him a sound bar for that room. Because every time, like, the kids want to play games, my dad wants to put on the stereo for them. And my dad is super old school with all his tech. And he has, like, two old receivers. Yeah. He has, like, an Onkyo receiver and some other receiver. And that receiver in the other room, he's just dealing with all the cables, and it's really, really frustrating. Let's get a sound bar, uh, you know, simplify that. And then we started having an issue with the optical cables not working. Sure. And then my dad wanted to do a lot of testing, right? And my mom gets, like, real frustrated because uh, there's all this shit, like, all these wires are everywhere. And my, uh, he was like, I don't know why this receiver isn't working over here. Why, why is, is, it the, is it the optical cable? We got to go behind so, like, we spent like an hour trying to figure out, is it the cable? Is it the receiver? Let's test this cable on different receivers. We went through all of the fucking scientific method on this shit. And we finally figured out it is this specific cable. It is not either of these receivers. Thank God. And then he just like put his arm around me and he hugged me. He was like, that's why I fucking love having you here. It was such a dad son moment. If he was like, God damn, I, I, I love you, man. He's like, we, you know, I, I like, <laughs> I wouldn't have done any of this if you weren't here because i would have gotten too frustrated yeah and like yeah. even though i know jack shit about sound receivers like the whole time we're like is it is it dts or is it uh dvd in is it like i'm sure tim knows it's all so the issues shit. i'm talking about and he's dealing with universal remotes that are super old and they don't have like it's a ton of bullshit and he was just so happy to figure out that like oh god thank god it, it is this thing and my mom, uh, who recently had a, a surgery, has, like, this hook that, like... Uh, oh, for grabbing things? For grabbing things. And then I was like, Dad, snake the cable in the back. I'll use the hook to grab the cable. And, like, we were, like, we were Teamwork, way old baby. Sheed, man. Locked, it was, man. It was, like, such a funny moment. And we were like, but if we fuck up that TV, we put the 65 over there. And yeah. we get the, yeah. like, yeah. It, there's a cycle at the house. Oh, like, yeah, whenever this TV gets done, that gets moved to the den. Sure. The other one goes to, like some old family friends of ours or whatever and we put the new one in there but yeah we started looking at 77 inches already oh yeah uh oh, yeah. We're, we're we're looking to move over there and i'm also looking to upgrade 
Um, I'm sure you've seen the way my TV is kind of situated behind me. It's like kind of facing the wall. I want to put it above my desk because Standy Andy is kind of no more, right? We're not okay. working from home anymore. Oh, got it. Yeah. I don't really stand at my mm-hmm. desk anymore. When I stream, I just kind of sit down because whatever. It's two hours, three hours. I want to put a TV above my desk and have that, like, I want to get an OLED finally. I, like, dude, talk I, to me, baby. Let's go. I and get I an will OLED. say, Andy, we might need to bring Kevin over for that. Because I remember when... Uh, when I was going to hire, like, Best Buy Geek Squad installation or whatever. Um, Geek yeah, Squad knows like my our, room our well. Walls, They've been there, like, seven times. Yeah, our walls are really <laughs> weird. Because I remember we had to do something specific. When we first moved in, if you remember, I had a, our TV on a wall mount. Um, and then after that, we just took it off and i just have it on yeah. stands you guys probably have lath and plaster which is like you have to mount it a certain way for that They're and you just, have to get to specific places like even if you we're have just to trying studs, to hang yeah. frames you know like yeah. it's like because it, the lath if you ever look at those yeah. walls like if there's little tiny slats i got a bunch of go. push pins it should be yeah. good <laughs> <laughs> i do i always default to like if i can't i know everyone likes to mount shit if i can i just put the thing on a thing because then I can move it wherever I want. I can get behind it. Yeah, oh, I've always been. Hate I, I've always kind of been against mounting because I'm so afraid of commitment in that way. In the hate same it. way, why I hate dealing with like I hate committing to cable management because of like don't get the, it, Andy. It's the best thing in the world because I I'm so worried about like the length of the cables and like what if I want to move that later? Like, dude, I'm never going to. But that's always in my let mind me help of like you. I got it down. My room All is of this. such a fucking mess, dude. <laughs> it is so gross, and I need my dad. I want to show you this text I sent Snowbike Mike during Thanksgiving vacation. I walked into a Target, and they had all these TVs out there. And I'm looking, look at the price tags on these three ninety nine, four ninety nine, four nine. Oh my four. god! And I sent it. I sent him the photo. I just go, remember when those morons wanted you to spend seven thousand dollars for a TV? And Mike responds, they just don't get it. <laughs> no, we don't get it. Apparently, you don't but, like, get the it. Thing is, you will. <laughs> Like, oh my god, yeah. he will just spend the most money on the dumbest shit. But to but for a TV, he's like, yeah, I'll yeah, I want the seventy inch TV for seven hundred dollars. It's like, why is this suddenly where you're stopping? Where you're like worrying about how much you're spending? Dude, oh my god. for for Christmas, we went to Gia's sister's house for like they like did a little get together thing, and my brother ended up showing up, which was like a fun treat, little cool Greg appearance. And we get in, everything was good. Uh, but we walk into the living room, and they had like a, it must have been a 32 inch tv or something and it was so sad just like oh. sitting on the the little so has a v- vhs player in it and like just this giant empty wall behind them and my brother just straight up goes like is tim fucking okay with this shit like are you are you serious like how is this not and i was just like oh my god so and like funny. he started going so hard and Gia's sister was just like no we know we're trying to figure it out my brother's like oh, i don't know what the fuck's happening here man. Like, that's so which funny, i just funny. i love him i respect him so much he knows i need there to be like a um like an mtv crib slash pit my ride thing where like i just imagine whenever they would cut to they would to ish on pit my ride and he'd be like so what we're going to do today we're going to uh install a couple speakers here in the back but i want like cool greg to be like the nah man this screen is way too fucking small like your shit looks stupid (laughs) (laughs) my uh my mom got a call from one of her best friends and you know like my parents are the generation where they like they grew up with people that are best friends for like fucking 40 years right she got a call she goes um we gotta talk about your husband and my mom's like what happened she goes so her, her husband invited my dad over to take a just take a look at his little room that he had that he watches tv in and it had one of those like built-in cabinet things and my dad is very much the kind of guy that's like oh we can pull that thing out real oh, quick no. gutted the whole it ended up being like a week-long thing my brother got called to come in and help out my brother was like what the fuck did you do because he was like my dad's like i think we can get 
like a 77 in there and they had like a 42 i mean it was like maxing out the thing it was one of those things where it was like well, you put it on but it's sticking out a little bit yeah. from the things and you're like that does not look good in there at all she was so pissed <laughs> she was so mad at my dad <laughs> but his friend was really happy with it so it worked out okay in the end. <laughs> but it's like a room that's like it's like a den it's not even very big fucking baller my dad <laughs> fuck yeah i mentioned the gen the other day i was just like yeah you know like i've seen kevin hang drywall like it it can't be that hard if we if me and him wanted to spend a week she's like no under no circumstances are you people ever ever hanging drywall in here it'll be a process that limps on for months you and him you can't chipping away at doing the stupid shit it would be one of those where you had to post on a website similar to how like when bear tells me the the how construction is going on all these streets we travel he's like oh it's not gonna be right until 2024 (laughs) you would have to post on that to like uh, update jen yeah yeah, exactly by the way how's the puppy he's great yeah cole's fantastic yeah 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 cute he came, Nick came over to hang out for a little bit, and he just slept on Nick's lap the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I this is my this is the experience that I look forward to when I go to the Miller household. Either somebody hands me a baby, or somebody hands me a puppy yeah. that I get to hang out with for a little bit. And I, I had Cole, and it was it was a little later. Cole was like, "You're disrupting my sleepy time." Yeah, and that was fine. Uh, and then I put him down. He went right to mom, and then I left. It was nice. It was adorable. <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic. He's doing real well. Uh, I I'm blown away on a bunch of different fronts. You know, obviously coming after. Uh, the hard mode of having Benjamin, right? I was like, still like, all right, well, it's going to be this. It's going to be that. You know, Jen's never had a puppy before and I haven't had a puppy in 17 years. Right. And so it's this really, it was this really uh, crazy wake up of like, Oh, like not nearly as hard as baby Benjamin. And also not nearly as hard as old man Porty of like, you know, when Porty was like so much and made of glass and all this stuff of carrying him around and having to give him a million pills all day long. And like, be so gentle and so careful like oh right like the great example is you know our nanny has a dog she has this big dog named fred he's like um he's a mutt but he's like a sheep dog right so he's all energy he's super excited he's two years old and like when he originally showed up you know uh last year porty was still around and so it was this thing of like we introduced them, but then Fred wanted to play, and Porty obviously could not play at all in any stretch of the imagination so we kept them separated the entire time and so Bringing Cole into the equation, I was still very Porter much. Porter was like a like a third down rusher. Like you only put him in on third down and rush. To yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bringing Cole in, I was very much like, oh yeah, we're gonna have to keep Fine. them separated. And obviously, I don't want like you know him roughhousing. And uh, you forget, I forgot totally of like what a puppy's like. You where, the, yeah, you want to roughhouse? <laughs> uh, Cole like chases Fred around. She chases him, and they play real hard, and they love each other, and they're like super great together. And he's uh, Cole's great with Benjamin, and you know uh, Cole, it, it, very impressive. I feel of like you know I prep Jen of like. You know, middle of the night, we'll put him in. We'll put, he'll need to get up. He'll need to go outside, all this other stuff. Dog doesn't need to. Dog sleeps all night with it. He sleeps in the bed now with us already. Like, I was w- prepared to wait months for that, but now he's in there and he doesn't wake us up. And the one time he did during these insane SF rains we've had, he went out, he did his business, came back in, wanted to play. I put him back in the bed. I'm like, it's five in the morning. And he, he was like, all right. And he went back to bed. I was like, this is fucking insane. Like, he's he's been been, all- Greg's been sending me pictures of Ben and Cole, just like their friendship forming. And it is the fucking best and this thing funniest ever. thing. That's what I'm saying. Ever. Where's the monkey? Get the monkey. Get the goddamn monkey. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, now every you know morning we wake up, Benny. Or, well, Ben wakes up and then we're awake, right? But like his door's closed. So we when we come in there, we usually sing songs and, and come in there like in a conga line. And so it's me and Jen forever stomping in to say hello to him. But now we have Cole, too. So we come in and then like I put Cole over into the crib and Ben gets down and hugs Cole and it's like this adorable little thing and then one of them chases each other through the other room and that's the end of that. Oh yeah, I, I I showed like all of my family the video of Ben first seeing Cole. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did a video. We did like the your response was great of like put it on TikTok. Yeah, yeah we, did, we did. We did. We did a thing where yeah, it, when we when I brought him home, uh, Jen took Ben down to the park, and so I came in and Jen had wrapped a box with a lid you could take off of it, and so put coal in that, put the lid on when they were when they were coming up, and then Ben came in and opened it, and like his face just lights up because this kid loves dogs and i'm sure all kids love dogs but he loves i mean i don't have any experiences with other kids but like my son loves dogs in a way none of our friends babies love dogs so it's yeah. like he's very you have to very imagine that from a child's perspective yeah it's like having a life-size andy to play with sure you know what i mean it's like the yeah. same size same size ears yeah perspective ears, proportions yeah yeah, yeah. Tools, that thing's ears man He's got big old ears. Big old paws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna. It's gonna be <laughs> yeah. interesting to see. Uh, yeah, but it's like it's crazy to have you know a puppy that is just like yeah you know all fumbling and all loose and they're 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 cuddling. Great job with the B roll here, uh, Ben. That was that was early on in in them getting together. It's gotten God, uh, w- way worse now. And then yeah, it's been fun to see you know Cole come into his own at the house, obviously, because it's like a shock, obviously, to go from your family and your mom and your brothers and sisters and then just be in a random house with all of us, but. He's been doing great at it, and like, yeah, he's uh, super well trained already in terms of potty training and stuff like that. It's funny. I had said that Joey asked me this morning of how I'm like, oh, super well trained potty trained. It's like he still has accidents here and there, but you know, like for the majority, gets it. And then like I went and did a Gregway, and I came out and checked my phone, and it was Jen. Like, uh, so we went for a walk for two hours, and he pooped in the cage, and he ate it, and now he's diarrhea in your hat. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> I'll shut down this. Sorry, you're having a rough day. Back, I will get home as soon as I can. <laughs> But no, Andy, it's been great. No, he's been awesome, and it's been you know cool to see him and Ben and like Ben saying words now. Ben's walking now. Wild. That's insane. You know what I mean? That's been yeah. It's been it's been insane. Yeah. When are you gonna bring Cole over here? I don't know. Whenever. When the mood strikes, as they say. Mm-hmm. We were talking about uh, maybe next week or even this week later in just having J- Jen. Might she's still off this week? Mm-hmm. There may be a field trip where she comes on over and hangs out with everybody and says hey. Yeah. yeah. I uh, we got to I... hang out last night with Gary Witta and his uh, kids, but like his you know. And whatever that was awesome yeah 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 that's uh, that's uh yeah i went over and it was fun because you, you guys had just put ben down and you're talking about saying words and he was like asleep here a little bit go. and i was like here we go. i was like i'm just gonna be quiet and from the i can hear out of my ear i hear out of my ear a little quiet Is that uncle nick <laughs> uncle nick here it didn't happen this didn't happen. Up, and then i was like i was like i was hey, like nick. i was like ben you gotta go to bed he's like cool uncle nick <laughs> So cool. He didn't say anything. You're that. so cool. He's <laughs> so cool. Is what he said. I don't know. It was like, I it was like a baby joke thing, but I, heard, <laughs> but I heard like a cool, like, this guy's this like vibe on vibe. Cool. I joke. believe that. I yeah. believe 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard that. In the, Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny <laughs> Podcast. Each and every week, four, sometimes five best friends gather on this table. So far. Each, so far. So each coming far. to talk about whatever it is they want to talk about. If you want to talk and listen to us talk, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny. Of course, on patreon.com slash kind of funny, you can get each and every episode of the show ad free. You could get 38 exclusive episodes of bonus content. You could be watching live like Murders with Mertens, a horror film podcast. Cody Hagler and Matthew Hidalgo all are. Of course, thank you so much for your support on patreon.com slash kind of funny. We couldn't do this without you. Remember, of course, if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You can get each and every episode of the kind of funny podcast for free with ads over on youtube.com slash kind of funny. And of course, podcast services around the globe each and every week. Remember two huge weeks to start 2023 for us. Of course, we are celebrating eight years of kind of funny this Friday on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games and youtube.com slash kind of funny games. And of course we are crowning our game of the year for 2022 on Monday live. Everyone in person in the studio, uh, youtube.com slash kind of funny games and twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. And eventually of course, 
on the Gamescast podcast feed. Yeah. And a quick thing about that. I don't know if we said this at the top, but we're doing the special live version where it's live for everybody in place of games daily. Yeah. So that's the big thing. Next Monday, it'll be at 10 a.m. live for everyone to be able to watch and have fun. Excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.